In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N O R E. He's a Miami hip hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast, and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. Hey, hang, sangria, hope you're savvier. This is your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ E-F-N. And this is Drink Chance, motherfucking conglomerate. Make some noise! Yeah. 
right now when we talk about legends. Because the thing about Drink Chance Podcast, EFN, we said that we're going to start out and we're going to only uh, interview legends. Right. And, you know, we strayed away because we got Hollywood. You could say, you know, it's okay. I'm going <laughs> to claim it. Right. We got a little Hollywood, but when the guest that we have tonight, there's no way a person can ever question absolutely not. if wow. he's a legend or not. Yeah, absolutely not. He's came from the bottom, the dirt UGK. Mm. Underground K. When, when the South was actually not even looked at. Now the South is the shit. But back then They was on the battlefield fighting They was it. on a battlefield It was them and Outkast mm. And they were fighting against the whole East Coast And they came there mm. And they stood down Right now It's my honor mm. To introduce mm. My brother mm. My friend mm. One of the best lyricists in the world Absolutely One of the illest groups in the world That's, that's high took praise part of That's high yeah. praise I'm talking about Bum B from UGK. Let's make some fucking noise. I need, I need every time I walk in a room you, for Nori to be in the room before I get in the room. I need Nori to be in the room. What I'm going to do is every time every artist walk in the room, I'm just going to introduce you. <laughs> but listen, here's the deal. Bun. And what I just said is real shit because you came from the era where actually the people who actually frowned on the South. People didn't really want to look at people from the South and say, you guys are lyricists or you guys are artists or you guys are whatever. Right. And it was you guys and Outkast. That's the only two groups I remember. I apologize if I am... There's a lot well, of groups. Obviously, obviously there's a lot no, but I'm saying right. the groups that I remember. Right, right, but right, everybody right. got their own yeah. frame of reference. Right, so right. I, I respect it. You know right. what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of other people, yeah. 36 Mafia, yeah. A Ball MJG, yes, you yes. know what I'm and saying? And what we've been doing down there, too. Of course, of course, of course from Texas, yeah. the Ghetto Boys, I mean, no Ghetto Absolutely. Boys, no Rap A Lot Records, no Rap A Lot Records. You know, and you so. rap a lot it out right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, to I'm this day, you I'm still represent. got no Rap A Lot yeah. Records. I'm not even signed no more, but it's still Rap A Lot for life. Nah, let's, let's, let's respect that. Just, so, how tough was that? Because, you know, back then, you see, New York is not running the game right now, and you know what? Fuck us. We fucked up. But <laughs> you got to relax. <laughs> Why I got to relax? I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like you didn't like that. <laughs> no. We got more white people coming in. You know so what I'm saying? We're get, we getting revolt checks. It's going down. So listen. So how did you feel in the beginning? when when Because you was against the test of time. You was against, you was playing against the actual uh, AC. I mean, you know, back then, it wasn't really a lot of money involved. Mm. So when you was a rapper, what you wanted was like your respect. You know what mm. I'm saying? You wanted to be around other rappers and have them be like, oh, y'all heard your shit. You, you nice with it, you know? Mm. And niggas can admit it if they want to or not. You know, mm. they can say whether they want to or not, but you ultimately, as an MC, no matter where you was from, wanted to come to New York and have the people from New York that you looked right. up to acknowledge you as an MC. So for me, in the early days, I just wanted to be able to, when I stood in front of like Kane or G-Rap or Lord Finesse or KRS-One, in front of these people, you know what I'm saying, that they would be like, oh, Bumby, I heard of you, you nice. You know, it wasn't even guaranteed you was gonna make no money and be famous or none of that. Mm. So for me, that was all we wanted was to be able to stand in front of the people that we looked up to mm. and had them basically, you know, tip your hat, tip their hat to us. And I don't know if you don't know, 
We tipped our hat to your guys oh, a long that. time ago. And then one of my favorite songs in the world. And this is the, this is how you know this, this is real. Oh, look, this is me. This is me. It's not none of y'all. <laughs> it's me. But one of my favorite songs. Going to the hotel. It's my wife. I love her. I'm so sorry. I kept I kept my phone on just for her. I'm sorry. No problem, bro. I'm a sucker for love. It's okay. But look, one of my favorite songs in the world, one of my favorite times in hip-hop, period, is when... Outcast and UGK got together. And not only did y'all do a song, y'all did a video. Yeah. Y'all did the whole thing where like it was like a wedding or some and, shit. And yeah, and it was crazy because at the time, like, and even really to this day, like and I'm later, a two man, I'm a person from a two man group. Of course. You so know I what sat saying? back, I said, I wanted to do something like that with Mob Deep, but we just never got it together. And there was a <laughs> lot of times like UGK and, and Avol MJG, you know, there was a lot of songs we wanted to do. Avol MJG, please, we want y'all on Drink Chats, please come Sipping on Scissor was actually was the first song from a group that UGK and 3-6 Mafia was doing together. We were going to be the Underground Mafia. Oh, that would have been crazy. Sipping on Scissor was actually... Are we breaking this on Revolt Live right now? I don't know if too many people know that. A couple of people might have known that, but that was going to be... Other records made? like a pimp. So, oh. um, sipping on scissor was the record for their album, right? And the song like a pimp was the song for our album. We did them Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta. Mm. But y'all didn't make like when, a, any kind of like an EP or project. We never got that. We never got that far into it because oh, pimp ended up be. getting locked up. Right, right. So we never yeah, even got I'm to finish the project. Honest, as a fan, I'm and then like that, coming man. back home, as a fan, I'm and then like most people don't know that the original version of Players Anthem was us in. 3-6 right, Mafia three, yeah. So that's like The return actually the Of us getting back To wow. underground mafia music wow. But that version Wasn't clear It just sounds wow. like Underground mafia music You know what I'm I want to be down With this group <laughs> 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 It never happened I still want to be down So you know what Bun I always kind of like I always kind of like Related to you more Because <laughs> Although people Don't know this but Pimp was kind of like the wild card of the right, crew. Right, right. And people think I'm the wild card of the crew, but in all actuality, it's Capone that's well, the I wild mean, you, card. Well, I mean, you in any other room with, everybody, with any other MC would probably be the wild card. But I think Capone in the room with any other room. You know, no, Capone, if, if I'm in the and room with Capone, Capone that's he my, outsides that's my me because he's, he's like the wilder of the wild. Brothers, you got to relax. Okay, but um, so, Bun, that, that was one of the... First things I identified with because you know Pimp was so outrageous. He was so yeah. you know outspoken, and then and then he would always protect you too. It's not like he was gonna be outspoken and say, you know, me and Bud. He yeah. said, no, I'm speaking for myself because he knew I knew a lot of people and yes. I traveled a lot. You know, mm. Pimp was more of He's an like, introvert. He, you know, he kind of kept to himself. Mm. And his whole thing was like, whatever issues he had, he didn't want me to feel like I had to fight. Right. His fights for him, That's like right. he felt like he was man enough to fight his own fight. But he know I'm gonna be moving around and seeing people. So just like, right. yo, I'm be trying to run up on Bum B based on what <laughs> I said. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. Which I ain't have a problem with him. No way. That's why I still went anywhere nah, I wanted to shit. go. You know, mm-hmm. anybody that know me and when they see me, I'm usually one deep, maybe one other dude. Uh, right. But we're not. We and your move beautiful like, wife. Let's pick up your beautiful yeah, wife. Yeah. Well, I'm talking in my younger years. You know, back when we was. What did you say? In my younger years, when we were back oh, out. Younger, like, younger, younger years. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know that word. <laughs> younger years. So now let's now let's take it to there. Because Pimp said something that still bothers me to this day. Okay. Pimp said that Atlanta is shouldn't be considered the South. 
Right. Because of the time zone. Right. To this day, that still conflicts in my mind. Well, I'm, because, sure, I'm sure it doesn't make sense to everybody. Yeah, because that would be Miami wouldn't be considered the it, South. Yeah. Can no, you, I'm sure. Like I said, it doesn't make sense to everybody. Yeah. Right. But I think what Pimp was trying to say, and I'm not trying to make any apologies for him, yes. because Pimp will say, look, if I've... If I finish you with what I said, I apologize, but I'm not apologizing for what I said. Right. I <laughs> love that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what Pitt was trying to say was that, and, and it was real at the time, when you went to Atlanta, you didn't necessarily feel like you were in the South. Right. Atlanta and Georgia were primarily felt like very Southern areas, but at the right. time, Georgia had a large influx of people from New York. From New York. And yeah, this, you, know, with, you know, if you drive down downtown, yeah. you get by the um, Underground Mall and all of that stuff, you would see... Dudes with Timberlands on right. the block, you know. That was right. happening in Miami as well. So you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was just, oh, it wasn't anything <laughs> against the city of Atlanta or anything right. like that. It was just like, yo, when you come, when you move through the south, south you're supposed to feel like you're in the south. Right. But when you go to New York, you feel like you're, you're in New, New York. York. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, but I mean, it was what it was. However, anybody felt about it, you know, we just, I mean, that's just how you felt at the time. Now, you, know? you guys, UGK. I just, I don't know if you know, but I would like to express this expression. Is you was guys was one of the first groups from the South that directly identified with New York. Even though we weren't pimping, we weren't right. doing that. We weren't exactly identifying, but we were exactly identifying. We tried to make shit as simple as possible for people and tried to align the shit that we was going through with the shit other people was going through. Mm. So we understand the world is a ghetto. You know what I'm saying? The world so, is a ghetto. The really the only difference in most of these hoods is the clothes and the slang. Mm. Once you get past that, you're going to understand everything that's happening mm. in that neighborhood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you'll know how to move in that neighborhood. Okay, mm. they wearing Gangsta Nikes on the West Coast. They wearing Reeboks in New Orleans. You mm. know, they wearing Timberlands in New York. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's different clothes. Okay, what that mean, Buck 50? It's the third time you, know you say we're in Timberlands. I feel like you're racist. Yeah, no, <laughs> you I'm sure. You're racist. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, but, but you know what the crazy shit is? so true. We really do wear Timberlands. Yeah, no. And, when, yeah. and in the South, like you see a dude walking around in the South with some pants and the Timberlands on. He ain't from here. You know what I'm saying? But we just wanted to identify with that. So then, okay, so once we go and see these things, we realize, okay, outside of the clothes and, and, the, and the talk, every, the world's a ghetto. So we just going to talk about the shit that we see every day. You have to. And, and just assume that that's pretty much the shit everybody's seeing every day, you know? But, that, but that's and it, my question. And it ain't up enough. That's my question to you because you guys being from the South and you guys from the real South, and I don't mean that any other the part of the South, south isn't is real. It's deep. Well, we but like to call I'm it deep South. Like, we uh, like to call it deep South. Yeah, deep South. Like when I'm listening to uh, Pimp C and I'm listening to where he's coming from and he's saying that it's a different time zone, all that. Mm-hmm. How did you know that if you spoke about your hood? The world will relate to that because I, I, I didn't. I, before yeah, I you answer that, yeah. before you answer that, because I never made the war report for the world. Right. I made the war report from our hood. That's right, it. I can't believe Europe. When I go out there and these white people be like, be like "Oh no, that shit fuck, crazy." How the fuck are you? Like, I didn't make this for you, but and I'm, I think everybody's like that, Nori. I think. Right. I think, you know, you make your first album for the hood, you make your second album for the world, and then if you can get that far, you make you start making music for yourself. Mm. Damn, that's some deep shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's make some noise for that. I'm sorry. I'm 
But no, nah, but it, that's what it is, man. At the beginning, that's all you want to do because you don't really know if anybody's going to be checking for you outside of your neighborhood, right. but you know niggas in the hood is waiting to listen just to see in case you fuck up. Really, right. that's what it is. Right. So it's like, yo, I got to make sure I stun hard so niggas know I'm not playing so right. that when I go out and be like, I'm from the dun dun niggas right. know back in the dun dun that when right. I leave, I'm repping that. Right. Because if you don't rep home right, you can't go back. Right. At least that's where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know about nobody else. Now, rap a lot records. Yes. Jay Prince. Probably OG. one of the most legendary Super labels OG. ever. And you guys, how how was that to even be affiliated with rap a lot? It was a trip because when we when we went to rap a lot, it was it was in the midst of everything going crazy with Jive Records. Rap a lot had came and tried to sign UGK in early '92. We was already on. He was like he wanted to, to bring us over to rap a lot, and we was like, well. We number one in our situation. We don't want to go and have to be behind the ghetto boys and Scarface. That was one thing Pimp was like, if we go sign with anybody, they already got their roster, and right. we got to find our spot. But if we stay in our spot, we number one on our roster, right. and we ain't never got to fight for position. Right. So, But then once we got into the jive system, we realized we were just in their roster. They yeah. wouldn't even care about it. Yeah. So we just, you know, we operated in in a way where it was like, we don't get the support from the label. We don't get the backing from the label. We don't get real money from the label, visual support, marketing, none of that shit. So we just going to move like we ain't even on no label. We're going to mm. make sure we doing shows. We're going to make sure we still doing records with motherfuckers and still trying to get money, whatever. And until they tell us we can't do something, we just going to just keep independent grinding. So for us, we spent a lot of years arguing with the record company and we would, would literally eat off of like doing features and making beats for niggas and just being out on the road and doing shows and shit. Y'all, y'all were on Jive before rap Yeah, yeah. Our original record company was Big Time Records. That was the independent label we signed to. And then they did a deal with Jive in 90... In like May of 92 And we stayed on Jive Records All the way up until After Pimp Passed away um, But our solo albums Was with rap a lot And it came at a time Where like Pimp was locked up And you know We were stifled By the record company And we just needed To get the message out Right. And so uh, Jay Prince was the one that, that helped me get in the position Because when I said I wanted to do a solo album Jive was like, no, we're not fucking with that If wow. Pimp in jail and he ain't making the music And he ain't on the record like They basically saying Pimp is the shit You you just kind of like the sidekick This no, shit not going to no. pop they off without wrong. you and so, wrong. and so I left and went to Asylum And put out a solo record at Soul 750 Asylum was doing that. And, and you, you know something. what I'm saying Asylum <laughs> Let me tell you something As a person that's a, a And that ain't no streams And no downloads That's CD Physical copies As a person that's a two man group uh, A part of a two man group The love that you guys had for each other Was Something that I admired It's something that I treasured It's something that I uh, Looked out for And here's the crazy shit And Bun, Bun's gonna tell you I was the biggest UGK fan But Pimp C was the type of person he that's not gonna do a, just do a record with you. Right. He has to question you. <laughs> has, <laughs> you funny. You know, you're he funny. Has to, he has to question you. He has to hang out with you. And I kid you not. Look, look. He told me I'm doing a record with you, Nori. But he still wanted to hang out. And we sit out and we 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 yo, tell him one. 
We hung out for hours. Like from like seven o'clock <laughs> in the evening till like easily three in the morning. Easily three. Like on one corner. On one corner. Yeah, I'm in New York. Right huh? New York? Yeah, in New York. But, uh, but that's not the time that I no, met that, you. This no, this is the first time. time. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I had you that's a no, 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 But that was the thing with with Pimp is what I respected is he heard about me. He heard I was a real nigga, but he still wanted to meet me. Right. And he still wanted to look at me face to face and eye to eye. And that's the thing is I, I take that to me to today. Like, you know, there's anybody who it's, yo, I don't give a fuck. I can love your record, but now I want to hang out with you. No, nah, 95% <laughs> of the records that's recording hip hop that require two people ain't even got the two people in the same room in no more. In the same room. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Room. It's yes. probably more more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, mo- motherfuckers actually do records, have a hit record, and don't even meet a motherfucker to the video. No, because we come from an no era. Relationship. But, but listen, like, no but listen, relationship. No relationship. We come from an era that even if I wanted to send y'all the record, I couldn't send y'all yeah, the record. Yeah, no. I got to come get it. I got to come. <laughs> right, right. You had to Either come. I'm coming where you at or yep. you got to come to my head because yes. that's the only way we can physically do this. Otherwise, I got to send my whole record. Right. And that definitely has to change the dynamic of, of the way, you know, the music comes out at the end right. of the day. Well, for one, and you, for one, you don't get into a situation where, like, nowadays dudes get into situations and do songs, and they be deep in the motherfucking life and don't even really know who they fucking with, right. and then something happens... And you start to see the true character of these dudes, but your name is already tied in with right. that person. Because it might not be your biggest record, but right. it might be their biggest record. Their biggest record, yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So now you tied into whatever that motherfucker got going on. Whereas back then, you actually got to meet a motherfucker and see who they were and know who they were about. You used to be able to call and be like, yo. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me 
was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. These days, you can practically get everything on demand, like our podcast. Listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. So why are you still going to the post office and dealing with limited hours mm. when you can get postage on demand with Stamps.com? That's right. Anything you can do at the post office, you can now do right from your desk with Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Buy and print official U.S. postage for mm. any letter or package using your own computer and printer. And unlike the post office, Stamps.com never closes, so you can get postage whenever you need it 24-7. See, I use Stamps.com to deliver, you know, expensive jewelry, to deliver my cats, you know, food, uh, to deliver my dog's toenails. I do things like that with Stamps.com. Yeah, man, you know, I, I just don't want to deal with the lines at the post office. I love the post office, but man, if I could just use Stamps.com. It's gonna save me a lot of time, a lot of headache, and just a lot of just a lot of time I could be doing other things, you know? So right now, use our name for this special offer. That's Champs. C-H-A-M-P-S. Tell them EFN. Four-week trial includes postage and digital scale. Don't, Don't wait. wait. Uh-huh. Go to stamps.com before mm-hmm. you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in champs. That's stamps.com. Enter champs. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. That's Champs. C-H-A-M-P-S. Woo! Drink Champs, baby. Say, like, we finna do a song with Nori. So I can call somebody from New York and be like, hey, that Nori nigga, he a real nigga? Oh, yeah, yeah, he run with right. so-and-so and them. Right. They be over there. Yeah. You de- you don't be knowing who nobody is no nah, more. Nah, nowadays you gotta look at uh, Motherfuckers be like... You gotta be like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you see a situation where a motherfucker got beef and you just notice they did mad records with that person just... 
a year ago or six months ago, and now they beefing like a motherfucker because they never built that. Beef, real and that's, that's what I never understood because that shit is a lot of that shit is so easy to squash. You, you drink colada? Like, either you drink on colada, a, either on a. I'm already drinking. I'm uh, gonna uh, drink pass it. Me the colada. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you, bud. Yeah. Whatever and you drinking, I'm drinking. Where like beef is very easy to squash or very easy to pop off. Right. Like most of these people go to the same shit, invited to the same shit. So if you really wanted to get at some and. With social media, and you can either send somebody a DM or you can text, get phone. I get anybody phone number. I'm sure anybody right. can get my yeah, phone number if they tr- wanted too hard enough. So all that talking and flexing and shit on like the gram or whatever you want to call it, all that shit like that, that automatically tells me that I feel like nobody real yeah, nobody. in the situation. That's just me from yeah. the outside looking in because anytime I ever had, anytime I ever had. I saw a situation where it was relax. on. This is not my style. This is not my style. <laughs> where it was on, like people was moving on it's niggas. I don't Vol- think people realize. Vol- like um, what he said on the conference record, rooms out there. Motherfuckers <laughs> didn't really make like reply. They wouldn't if they could get at you. They would get at you. If they couldn't, right. then maybe they might recollect make a record and let a nigga know they trying to get. But um, they would actively try to get at motherfuckers. Right, right. You know what now, I'm saying? Now one of the things off top, I gotta I gotta bring up. I gotta talk about is trail. You brothers bring that word trill to the game. Trill is overused right now. These guys are using it. They're not really understanding where they got it from. And it's a problem now. Like we okay. at first it Please was, speak about it. At first it's like slang, right? Like it's very hard to like quote copyright slang. Right. Then, no, I, I've never copyright in my slang. But but then people get to trying to capitalize and monopolize, and that was when we had a problem because now you're trying to make some money off of something that I wasn't even trying to make I, money off of. Yeah, you gave you know it to the culture. Saying? Yeah, exactly. I agree. With so you. like we had to copyright shit just to protect it. Protect it. You know what I'm saying? And then you still we get people even trying to make money. We yeah, and then, but then people still, shit. but then people still assault the brand. And like I just had a meeting with some young kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they they're they love the city, they love the culture, and they're trying to do something to represent the culture. When I see that, I know that it's not somebody trying to appropriate my shit and appropriate the culture. Mm. I can work with you. You mm. know what I'm saying? Let's do this shirt together. But then when I see people that are old enough to know, right? Because the kids I'm talking about like 22, 23, Yeah, right? they don't know. But when I see like a 35, a 36-year-old motherfucker out here trying to sell stuff, you mm. know, I tried to let a lot of things wash over because I didn't think it would be as aggressive as it was. Mm. But with social media and like the, especially the, especially, on, especially like on. the Instagram you, you stores. You that, that colada is very I good. I haven't chased it with that the, colada, yeah, I, I tried with the yeah, social water. Is there any left? Because half of it was on the floor. Half of it was on the But then people started becoming very like, Actively trying to just steal from the brand that had no. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm keeping neat. Oh, you keep it neat? Okay. Keep it neat. Continue. And then, you know, so wife was like, look, this is becoming too much. People are just doing too trail. much. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. They're doing too I, much. I felt like I was going to shoot a couple of people for you. <laughs> and I, I, I probably wouldn't even call you. I just did it. And I'm like, when it comes to music and that kind of stuff, I don't mind wow. that. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you bout that if we run up. If we run up. Well, I ain't saying run up to fight you. Right. But if I'm ever in the room with you, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. If you choose to call yourself this, just please come across as this. Mm-hmm. Pay respect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you. If you if you get on a regular, if I do know what y'all mean by trill, if I do a regular, can you explain what trill means? Trill was always more than just a a word. It was a way of life. It was something Mm, that kind of spoke to a way of life. So it was about the way that you carried yourself. Trill originally started in the Texas in the penitentiary system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's a word. Nobody noticed. So that word came home to PA from the penitentiary in like '88. 
So mm. it was a word that When you say PA Can you I'm sorry from Port, To Port Arthur, Texas That's Port the time Arthur, Texas. So yes. the homie came home The homie little block Because we from the east coast When you say okay. PA We you think Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Sorry So yeah. the homie little block Came home from jail Little block Little block and and Lil Block started talking started talking about Trill. He was one of the first people to really use that term, and eventually a lot of people on the west side of town started using it, and then mm. people in Port Arthur in general just started using it. So mm. when we started making music, we were like, well, this is a word that not only represents who we are and where we're from, but will also separate us from everybody from that's everybody already in hip hop. From people in Dallas. Yeah. From but just hip hop and period. It was separate yeah. it was separated True. from it's everybody. Your own thing. Yeah. Yes. So and it wasn't our thing, but it was it was ours in terms of where we were right. from. Regionally. You know what I'm saying? So we always give credit to the hometown. And that's why when we copyrighted it, it was never to just go out and sell t shirts and merch and none to of that shit. It. But to protect the integrity of this shit. Because I'm responsible for that shit. Right. You All know right. what I'm saying? When they see niggas misusing trill, they don't get mad at them, they get mad at me. Mm. Like you out there, like we here in the projects, we can't get here. You gotta go to LA and check Rob Kardashian, and you gotta go over to these places to check these dudes. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, damn, but I just thought about that. That's that's very true. That's the obligation. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I can get busy and caught up stuff. So my wife is a real good barometer. She be like, "Yo, somebody trying it again." Let's big up your wife one more time. You know what I'm saying? But look. Cause wifey's like, yo, if they if they eating, that's money out of our pocket. Nah, and that's think, money that we wasn't even trying to get. Wifey. So she was like, we ain't out here like exploiting it. So if they gonna exploit it, it's not right. I think and wifey's I had white. To agree and with give wifey uh, the shooter's number uh, before we leave. <laughs> oh no no no, wifey's yeah. the shooter. No, 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 don't worry. We, we can't have wife go to jail. She ain't gonna go to jail. She gonna we're shoot. Gonna him, we're gonna give him the shooters number. She's gonna shoot. She's gonna shoot and give me the gun. He wants to go to jail. But listen, and here's the thing, Bun. And I, I'm sorry I'm getting, going to a little dark place, but um, we recently just lost Prodigy. Real. Rest in peace. And the thing about that is uh, your partner, your two-man group. Right. So what could be your advice to Havoc right now? It's just the first thing you got to do is support the family as much as you can. That's it. Okay. Right? Continue. And now sometimes the family doesn't want to be supported. Right? Sometimes... Because they're estate. dealing with grief. Yeah, grieving right. And home. sometimes, you know, they have an idea of what they want to do. Like with Pimp's wife, for example. Uh-huh. Um, she had an idea of what she thought her husband's legacy should be. Okay. People think that I should take the lead and have the idea of what his legacy should Can be. Can I stop but, you for one second? Everybody wanted you to, to, to but, take his eye. But, but, but his I, reality. I understood you know, how much you respected Pimp. It's, it's, not, so, it's deeper than that. It's not even just a, it's deeper than the respect I have for Pimp. Okay. Should anything happen to me, uh-huh. right or wrong, I would hope that people support my wife. Right. That's right. all I'm asking. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. If, even if she's right or she's wrong, if she wants to run it into the ground, then let her That's do her that. Problem. But please, right. like just 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 support her. Right. If she don't know, she don't know no better. Try to tell her. If she don't want to listen, just support her as much as you. As much as you can, right? right. Without compromising yourself. As I a respect person. that. Go ahead. That that's all you can do. You know, uh-huh. um, like I said, people, um, the the wife has an idea. Maybe the kids have an idea. Maybe the mother has an idea. Different people have different ideas of how they feel the legacy should be maintained. The um, the, the the consumer, the listener, the fan base, uh-huh. because they don't know as much about his personal life, assumes that the closest person to him is me. Right. So people always like, yo, Bun, I know you got Pimp C verses. I know you got UGK songs, and I have to educate people about how that works. Like, no, the estate has everything. 
Right. Once Pimp passes away, right. then the estate gets all the music. Right. Like my, I've been, I got what forty two songs. I don't have any Pimp C music on. It's not because I don't want it. It's because the it's much it's it's more profitable to the estate in their hands yeah, than and, it is and, in my hands. And we respect right? that, right. you know. And we want them to eat. That's right, what we right. want. You know, so we, you know, whether we agree. You're a good brother, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I'm no, sorry. but it's just being real because, yeah. and I got to lead by example because you when Pimp got locked up, I, I had got, to lead I got by. 17 pump verses. I'll never use one. You, you just don't want to lean on it. We just yeah, want to hear one. And, and the other thing is that, you know, and if too many people lean on the legacy, then it can't, it can't rise, right? Right. If everybody's holding on to it, then it can't really rise Ooh. with the angels like it's supposed to. So right. it's my job to keep shit off his name, keep dirt off his name, and right. to keep people from attaching themselves to something that they really weren't a part to. You right. know you, you know who I'm talking about, bitch-ass nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> bitch-ass nigga. Now, let's take it. I know we spoke about it a little bit earlier, but big pimpin'. Man. <laughs> Still, hey, man. international calling call. Still. Like, any country I yo, go to, yo, they, when they sue, because they sue Jay Z every year for two, um, like yeah, two years. It's the, Indi- the Indian every year, right? they sue or the Pakistan. Do they sue y'all too? No. So here's, so here's what happened. Oh, God. <laughs> this is this is what was crazy about the whole thing. Uh-huh. When we did the song, Ho was like, "Yo, I want to buy the publishing on this." Mm-hmm. And we were like, "He telling y'all that? Yeah, the, like, the writer's publishing. He telling us. He want to buy our publishing on wow. the song. Oh, damn, please tell you know what I'm saying? Describe so, this one. <laughs> and so we were like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Yo, we we kind of want to keep all of this." Right. And at the time, this was a very strange beat. Right. This was not something that Pimp really wanted to do. I wanted to do And they were really. They were going towards the Mariah record at the time. He had a record with Mariah, and that was supposed mm-hmm. to be the one. Mm-hmm. This was like something down the road. So they, but they had, they were cash flush. Mm-hmm. So niggas like, yo, we want to buy you out on this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like fully. Mm-hmm. And we was in this place where, like, yo, this is crazy. We were like, yo, you know what? This is crazy. We were like, we'll take it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then the song becomes literally. You have to understand. At one point, this is the biggest record in the world. Yeah. No, yeah, this is not. Like, it's, like, it's I'm looking at the BDS numbers, and it's like five thousand, seven thousand, mm-hmm. eleven thousand, fifteen. I've never seen anything like this with mm-hmm. anything. Period. And then my name is attached to it. Mm-hmm. And like, we start trying to do the math. We don't even know the intricacies of this shit. No. But niggas start trying to, like, let's just say five cents, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and we start trying to do the math on it. It's like, yo, it's, it's a lot of money that we <laughs> right. left on the table. Right. And then, of course, Pimp gets locked up. The lawsuit, because the lawsuit doesn't happen until Pimp goes to jail. Oh, okay. And so then a lawsuit happens, and then the money is fucked up anyway because half the mm-hmm. group is locked up. Right. So then it's like, yo, they getting sued. Like, yo, we ain't get nothing. Right. We ain't get shit. They can't get nothing from oh, so us. They went so so they go to prison and they get the lawyer and do the deposition. Like, yo, we work for hire, my nigga. We ain't got nothing to do wow. with that. Wow. And so then they come to me. I do work for, you know, did the work for hire. So we still got the shows. We still got the increase in fan base. Noise we still you, got you all of that. Just, just didn't get sued. Let's make some noise for Jay Z wow. taking the hit. And it was a beautiful, like, I, yeah. I won't lie, like, at the time, that was way more money than we had gotten paid for rap. Nah, music, let me just you tell know? you something. The illest shit, I don't know if you know, and, you know, Jay Z's not paying me at all um, to say this, but I remember Jay Z going to Angie Martinez and going to, like, DJ Enoughs, and, uh, like, and, and they say, why'd you put UGK on the joint? And he said, UGK is the illest. Yeah, he would advocate for Yo, he would big y'all up so crazy. And I don't know if y'all understood that. We, we See, so a lot of people don't know that we had gotten a call before. Okay. There was, Pimp C was actually supposed to be on just a week ago with Too Short. Mm-hmm. 
So, but this was in the middle of the East Coast, West Coast beef. Right. And Jay wasn't leaving New York. So when he <laughs> called Pimp to like, I want you on this record, <laughs> Pimp was like, yeah, just come on to Atlanta. I got the studio at the house. We could knock it out the house. He's like, yo, I'm not leaving New York. Jay was like, Jay was like, yo, I'm not leaving New York right now. So Pimp was like, shit, I ain't leaving the South right now. So I guess we ain't doing it. Get the fuck out. And it, the record never happened. <laughs> the record never happened. And then we got the call again. Mm-hmm. Um, for Big Pimpin' and then it eventually it eventually came together. Be- because see me me as being a hip hop fan, I was aware of UGK was. Right. But for me seeing a person that's uh, quote unquote above me and bigging people up like that, I was like, damn. Cause you know, I don't know if people know, like Juvenile's first feature was with me. Right, David right, Banner's right, right. first feature was with me. I've been bigging up the South for we were years. 50, we were 50 Cent's first feature. Yeah, yeah I, you know I mean, I would, I've been bigging know. up the South for years. Right. Uh, who else? I can keep going. Um, Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Yeah, all Cash Money. Little, Little Wayne, Cash, cash money. money. Their first feature was with me. Yeah. I definitely. You, but Jay beat me. Well, I mean, you, know, you, know, you, ain't, you ain't gonna pat yourself yeah, on the back, nigga. But you, you were super, you were super, so but you were super thug in the game. Yeah, this, this is what I'm talking. Oh. It happens. It happens. Look at that. I, I caught you know what? that good. <laughs> fuck it. No, no, no. We kind of all of these My bad, Rock. No, no, but um, but that's that's the thing is, the thing is. That 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 feature, that class collaboration yeah. from the South, because I always felt like it's no difference in who the fuck. The world's a ghetto. The world is a ghetto. And if you notice, if you look at all those names, all those those artists that hooked up, those people represent the hood. They're not mm. just people mm. that are popping. Mm. Those are people that represent the hood. Mm. So it's not a mistake that Nori and UGK makes a record, yep. that Cameron and UGK makes a yep. record, that Lil Wayne and, and Nori, Nori makes a record. Yep. That's not, a, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. We speak right. to the same people just in different places and different accents. That's the right. only fucking difference, my nigga. All right. True. Now, when you look at, uh, is Travis Scott from... Um, Travis Scott's Houston. He's Houston. Houston. So, and he, he tries to put it in the music and, and if you're from Houston and you listen to it, He's saying everything to let you know, like he's on a new um, Scissor record. He's like, I'm from, I'm, it's that Mo City, that's I, yeah, because he's from Missouri City. But uh-huh. in the hood, they call it Mo City. So he's trying to do it, but he doesn't make the music that's automatically identified with Houston. Identified with Houston. You know, he came in the game in Atlanta, signed the T.I. That's how he came in. Oh, that's what Travis yeah, got? Yeah, Travis okay. is originally, yeah, Travis oh, is originally locked in with, no, with T.I. T.I. Okay. always said that, that he always has a good time in the studio and gets along with everybody, and the only person he's ever disagreed with in the studio is Travis, because Travis has a very clear idea of how his music should sound. Wow. And he know it too. If you listen to it, like nobody, it, it doesn't sound like anything else anybody is doing. Wow. And that's why most people don't connect him to Houston because he's so closely associated associated with Kanye. Right. And, you know and, what I'm saying? And Ti too. And, and, and Ti, but but he's not from either one of those places. Mm. He's bred from a different place, but. That's so the one when thing you about first heard us. his music. Did you you identify with it? I mean, no, no, or? not at all. But I'm from okay. I'm I'm from a different era. You know what Paul I'm saying? Arthur. So so a different place in a different oh, no, era. Just a different, different era. Yeah, okay, yeah, and a different city. Yeah. But even more so is the time difference and the generational gap. And I like Travis because I don't want motherfuckers to feel like they got to lean or that they need to lean on Pimp C and DJ Screw 
forever. Oh, like, you can't. Like, that was a great time. Yes. It was a beautiful time for the city. Now, look at But Bun. you can't look at keep... Bun being grown. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, like, the city like, can't... Like, the, the city can't grow if we don't move past June 27th. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Demo birthday. Yeah. It's a good thing to celebrate, and it's a great thing to acknowledge. But we got to show the growth past that. Yes. You, yeah, this absolutely. is what... When, when Screw is looking down on us, and Pimp is looking down on us, they don't want us to keep... They don't want us to keep... Concentrating on what they did They're waiting yeah. for one of us To pick up the goddamn baton Right So like And I'm back in the lab now Because I sat around for four years And I was like I'm waiting to see Who's gonna do what And then I realized Like nigga you the OG Right. You can't expect eighteen year old niggas and twenty one year old niggas to represent twenty four. You. You're not not to represent me, but to, but to to save their generation. Right. Older heads have always given younger heads game, mm. but now it's just young heads giving young heads game. So it's the blind leading the blind, yeah. yes. and and we got comfortable houses and cars, and we can sit around and complain like our funny. children is the only children that we need to worry about, but. When MCs come to me and say, yo, yo, you raised me, I have an obligation to that MC. That's a fucking obligation. You know what I'm saying? That's an obligation. When people come up and say, yo, y'all music raised us, y'all niggas told me this, then that means that they're still looking for whatever I gave them. And if I was the only person that gave it to them, them, then I need to be the motherfucker giving it to them now. And that's why we came back. Goddamn bun, bun. You, You got responsibility. No, we all do. We all do, especially if we ate good. That's the reality. Especially if we ate good. I'm gonna throw it more on you than me. Okay. <laughs> I got because, you. I got you. Because you know why, bud? Like, what you just said is We so can't beautiful. save everybody. We gotta try to save somebody. So somebody. Not your, you can't go back and save the whole hood. Some of them no, some of them niggas some of them don't niggas wanna do listening. any more than what's some, being done. Yes. Mm-hmm. They yeah. want women to take care of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they on some other shit anyway. We've had this convo, and I, okay, you might not me. agree with this, but Please. I say that our generation, I say because of the age group, our generation dropped the ball. No, it's all like, for, stop, it's like all stop for. being OGs Listen, at some point. Well, no, no, I'm going to tell you what happened. First of all, people got scared of catching the cases that they knew they were getting into. So right. they start putting drugs and guns and young niggas in hands that were under 18 that they knew wouldn't necessarily get real time. But what they did was stop their opportunity to progress. Mm-hmm. Right? So then young niggas got older. And I'm going to tell you another thing, because nobody want to talk about it. I'm glad we're talking about this on Dream Chat. Let's talk about it. There's a lot of niggas that went into houses and manipulated women for sex and money and put them on drugs, and little niggas sat in those houses and watched niggas do that. And now they're old enough, and they remember what you did to their mama. Mm-hmm. That's why young niggas don't respect older That's niggas why, no more. Oh, right. You feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? This is I'm, 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 I identify with, but it's, it's the same exact this part, This is part of why. Please, this is please, one please. of the reasons why please, young niggas don't respect older Because they gave they put cases on them that they knew little niggas would never shake. They got mamas that put. Credit no, but, on their name but, that they can't but, shake, but, and now they got niggas in their life in these houses putting values that they can't shake. Right. But stop right there. But this here's the thing because I want you to finish this shit. Yeah. But I seen a meme the other day, and they said, "How the fuck you mad at mumble rap? You sold crack to their moms." That's, and this shit yo, fucked me up. Let me tell you up. something. <laughs> mumble <laughs> rap is. I don't even like that term. I don't, I don't even like, like young niggas. I don't like nobody putting no term on niggas because. To be honest, just being real, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when they didn't understand the Southern slang and the twang and the way we bent our words, Pretty they could have called us some shit like that, too. So yeah, it ain't I no difference with that. And I tell you, I tell, I tell that young, yeah, Dodds of Facts, man, right. thank you. Right. I tell people all the time, man, y'all need to get offended at that shit. You know what I'm saying? They should be offended about that shit. They shouldn't take, if they want to take it and reclaim it 
and and shit on the people that did it, then that's fine. But they need to be offended by that because that right. when people say you're mumbling, that means they really don't want to take the time to listen to what you got to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, what that means. That's all that tell me. Oh, you know what it is? Because I, I know what they're talking about. When you first listen to a Young Thug record and you never heard it before, you got to bag it up and listen to it again. And no, you got to rewind. And you got to wait until you figure out, okay, wait a minute, there's a pattern to this. There's, he's saying words, but I don't normally hear these words bent like this. Right. I don't hear, hear them sung like this. They're right. usually not... Inflected in this tone on this syllable, mm-hmm. so I don't. I didn't know that's what he was saying because I ain't never heard that word said like that. Right, and right, that flow. Right, and exactly. That, and, that, and, that's and then what, once you get it, you be like, "Oh, Nick, this is." Right. You know, like, when, it takes once a while. Once you catch on, yeah, it, it takes a, that, it takes a while uh, to figure out what the Migos is saying. Once you figure it out, you're like, "Yo, these dudes are killing it." Then you know what I'm saying. Nice. And that's what we try to do at Drink Champs Revolt TV. Uh, audio boom Audio boom What we're trying to do is We're trying to We don't want to school people on hip hop We want to We want to Give you our version of hip hop Fuck it We want to educate you We don't want to son you We want to mentor you You know Like the fucking blunt I'm about to We're going to send Right you get ready for the phone call But this is the deal (laughs) Here's the deal When the phone rang You passed the rock Here's the deal Here's the deal You know Um you know, at Revolt TV, we got great people. We got people from Queens that work there. We got people from motherfucking everywhere that work there. And you know what it is? Here's the beautiful part about it. It's we all representing the same culture. Yep. It's hip-hop. And you know what? Our version might be different. Their version might be different. But the thing is, as long as we rapping hip-hop. We, we, didn't, we didn't know. That's the reality, right. Nori. We didn't right. know. I sat in Texas, I looked at New York on TV, and I just didn't know. Mm. You know? People sat in New York, looked at Texas on TV, looking at Dallas, and shit like that, and they didn't know. We all here look at... was a drink. We look at London, and we we look at London and see Big Ben and all that. We don't even know it's black people. I was like, these niggas syrup and getting drunk. That's what I thought. You know that? you know, some of it, like... I thought syrup was... Liquor. Yeah, yeah liquor. And, see, and that's the thing. Real talk, we were never telling people what it was. Somebody gave it away in the interview. I'm not gonna I'm not here to blast them. They know who they are. Definitely need you to blast but someone. No, no, because they're they're a good friend and they didn't uh, they didn't realize what they were doing. Okay. But but the the understanding between everybody was like, yo, we're not gonna just actually say what this is. But then uh-huh. somebody actually said it and then it kinda uh-huh. Became what it was, but it was never just us because Philly niggas was doing it at the Philly same time. Was doing That's it. how me they and Beanie ended up scissor. doing. Well, no, like, well, if you want to talk about that, Mississippi and Alabama niggas sip yellow too, and Tennessee. So wow. when you hear Tennessee niggas talk about scissor, that wasn't really purple. That wasn't red syrup. Yeah, that was that yellow. Was, uh, yeah, that was that yellow syrup. What's the activist? Activist. Uh, activist is what they sell now because the original syrup brand was called Bar B A R R E. So when Big Mo sings about the Bar Baby and we rap about sipping Bar, mm. that's what we talk about because the original brand, pharmaceutical brand that sold it was a company called Bar B A R R E, and that's where the name came from. So people still say sipping bar, but they're not really sipping bar. They probably sipping activists. And the, what we used to sip was like sweet because their early medicine no, was meant don't to be no tight. I don't even know because I don't sip no. And more. that's why we had the screw tapes and the music slowed down. Like that to try to explain. You know, some ice. Can you pass me some ice? But we never knew that I shit was going to. We never expected that shit to really get past where we were. We didn't expect anybody to understand. Yeah, that and shit. now it's so big. And now like, I remember. Even I remember were, Screw getting a Justo award before Justo yeah, died. That's how they I, had I, to make. The, they had to make. They had to literally make a category for him because yeah. they had created an entirely new style of DJ. Yeah. Wow. 
But can't they gave it, and the rewards were like a ring, I think. I got Justo gave me it looked like a boombox that he made at his crib. Uh, yeah, she was dope. That was my favorite award ever. I remember, I remember being there watching Slay Slap Pudgy P with the plaque. We definitely didn't hear about this bunch. Let's, go, let's get into it. Oh, that was me. So the only people at the Justo Awards from the South that year was me and I think it was me and Killer Mike. What year is this? What year though? I don't know. It was the year Slay Slap Pudgy, but Pudgy Slay P had been saying Pudgy. I don't know who Pudgy P. Right? He was a DJ from yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was Pudgy P from a Philly. DJ. He's a DJ from somewhere. I'm not sure, but he had been talking greasy about Slay. So Slay had just won his award and went off to like Sway. No Slay, DJ K Slay, the drama king, representing Harlem. That's what I'm talking about. My twin. So. He had just won his award and it went to the back. Like the back to the So he was doing like press. So he like in the press, like whoop, whoop, whoop. Pudgy goes up and I don't know if he performed or won or something, but he was on stage and he said some slick shit and Slay moved immediately. And so the whole area got crazy. And the only nigga I know is Killer Mike. And he, I'm the only nigga he know. Right. So he got a two by four, I got a five hydrant, <laughs> and we back to back. Like, we getting out of here. We going home. Because ain't nobody finna know who we is. They just, if, if you didn't come with who you fighting with, you finna swing. That's how I move. If you ain't, if you ain't come with me, if you ain't come with me and you between where I'm trying to get to, we finna move you. And so we realizing immediately in the moment, we together. Me and you. <laughs> it's going down. Me and you, nigga. Yeah. And it just kind of happened like that. But it didn't. It, it was over in about maybe five, seven minutes. It happened yeah. real quick. It happened. But it like was funny, yo. That was funny. Yo, K Slade is the drama king. He address. He not only plays drama. He addresses drama. Mm-hmm. He addresses drama. Now, one of the best times in my life was when I hung out with both of you brothers together, mm-hmm. and I brought out of Laugh Rack City. Yo, this that was, was my first time left, right? And my first time meeting Bun. This was a crazy oh, night. Oh, wait, that's your first time meeting Bun? Yeah, I thought it was crazy. Like, I'm a Miami dude. He's a Texas dude. And the first time we're going to meet is in, it's in the projects. <laughs> in the projects. Queen. Queen. I brought it. And, and you know me. And it got crazy last night. It got crazy. I'm a crazy last night, too. I'm a damn vodka straight out the bottle. Champagne. Was it um? What's the shit with the yellow rap? Crystal straight out the bottle. Yes, yeah. DTs drove by three times. I remember every time. Um, I watched underage dudes slap overage dudes. We were just in the sitting face. there commenting on everything on the side. Just like yo, I'm this is hilarious. I love the way he it was hilarious. So, um, let me think. Um, corner beef because somebody pressed somebody. I'm not naming no name, but somebody pressed somebody and didn't know that he was working for somebody else. So that became a thing like, yo, so I need to, sh- some, I need to shoot you to five for that because you didn't know. Um, there was an A&R and A&R got, got he got yeah. shot to five. Yeah, we all saw um, Killed that. He got shot. Let Mike keep going. Let Mike he got shot to five and then while that happened and his keys flew out his hand, the other young homie, I don't want to say his Name, but he be in Houston with me in truck all the time. He be in Texas now. Shout out to him. Kept his foot. I've never seen. Kept his foot on his keys for two and a half hours while he was looking everywhere for his keys. They were right there under one dude's shoe for two and a half hours. He never moved. He kept it on. He kept trail. Yo, let me tell you something. That was an amazing night. And and trying to get a cab home. 
<laughs> trying to get a cab oh, back you, to the, black. You can't back get to the cab, city. Man. You can't in the get 90s, a cab. trying to get a cab from Left Rack at 3 in the morning. Back oh, you can't get a cab. Yo, but let me just tell you something. That was one of the most memorable moments from my life because you know why? I don't realize how out of control my hood is because I'm just a part of it. Right. Like you, like you came to me yesterday, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I feel like I feel like you finally realized. Like okay, I'm and it was ill because you were fake. Yeah, yeah, it was ill because I'm gonna roll. I'm a foul nigga. Look at look at the blind. No, I'm storytelling. You <laughs> gotta be. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm fucking. But with you, I thought it was beautiful because Nori was by all height. accounts famous. Yeah, at this point, right? And he's he's in the he's in the Lexus. And he's on the block with his homies, and he yeah. done brought us out there. Yeah, and he's in his hood, and it's like you probably don't know this, but Please. ever since I, ever since you did that, yeah. every time somebody comes to Houston, I pick them up, mm. I ride them around, and people don't know why this happened. I pick them up, I ride around, I take them straight. Like, where do you want to go? Yeah, in Houston, I want to go to Fifth Ward. Damn, I want to go by the school shop. Me too I want to go get some. Bro. No, I'm just giving you real. I'm just giving you real shit. I'm I, like, yo, I'm so gassed. Because my thing I'm is, gonna... if I can't do for people in my city what Nori did for me. They not real. Right. They not real. Damn, Ramon, Ramon, yo, Ramon. I'm so yeah. That that is beautiful, but that's, that's the best compliment no, I've ever had. And you know life, what? Bro. You never even acted like you was the hardest nigga out of left right. No. Like you know what I'm saying? But you knew that you could go home. But you knew you could. But you know you could go home. Did I say that loud? Right. And there's a lot of people that can't go home. No, I, you know I, what I'm I went home yesterday. <laughs> we was home yesterday. Every, Yo, everybody was no, home. Number one, let me tell you something. That was the best compliment I ever got in my life because that's real shit. The thing about it is a lot of us, we come from the hood. A lot of people say, oh, this dickhead can't come back to the hood. Not me. Because right. I go right back. In the words of Richard Pryor, we talking about them other niggas. And, 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 and then when I go back, here's the crazy shit. They leave. Because, yeah. you know, I was really a shooter. I never had a shooter. Like, I was, no, serious. Like, I was the shooter. So when I come back, everybody leaves. And it's like weird. <laughs> so for I me, I was, always, I was always a storyteller. I was always... The dude, like, I came, I went to Houston and came back to Port Arthur. Yo, this is a blunt. Mm. Like, I went to Houston, came back. Yo, but this that's is, a big this thing. Is, right this there. is wet. Yo, I left, went to Houston, came back. This is scissor. I went mm. to Houston, came back. Like, I would always bring all that type of shit to. But my that's hood. a big thing right there because you know what you just said. You Wrong said something. Right. I don't, I don't you feel said proud something about very important. Some you said you went to Houston and then you went to Port Arthur. Yeah. See, most people who listen to this, they don't realize that. Yeah, Houston I grew up. Port yeah, Arthur I grew up an hour and a half away from Houston. Like, okay. I'm. I'm Scarface is from Houston. I'm closer to Louisiana than. I am to Houston from where mm. I'm from and like all my family is from Louisiana but mm. there was there was only if you wanted to make music you had to go to Houston Houston like that yeah, was yeah. where you had to go to make your bones about yeah. music you know what I'm saying so for us it was a no brain like we didn't even have real recording studios mm. in Port Arthur you know what I'm saying but we had people that wanted to be real MCs I'm listening and so we just kept going at it kept going at it and eventually we went to the flea market one day, and kid in the flea market had in Houston had a sign in his in his store, and he said, "We're looking for demos." And we got back in the car, drove back to Port Arthur, got the demo, drove back to the flea market, played him the demo, and he was like, "I'm I fuck." What with you this. talking about? You and um, me and Pam. Pam. Okay, we're but four now. deep in the old school prelude. You remember the old prelude Two that they have no backseat? Yeah. We four deep in that bitch. Going to the flea market. Now, going to the flea market. 
I want to. I want to. I want to have to the flea market in a whole other city. I want to go a little deeper right now, bud. Let's, let's go. How did you and Pimp even meet? Mm. Me and Pimp had a mutual friend, Mitchell Queen, and Ooh. Pimp was his name was Mitchell Queen, Big Mitch, and Mitch was rapping Mitchell with Mitchell Queen. Yeah, and he was rapping. He was rapping with Pimp before I was, mm. and I had an idea who Pimp was, and I ain't really like Pimp. And Pimp had an idea of who I was, I didn't and like he didn't like me. When I, <laughs> he didn't like me. I ain't like a when I met him. We met at like a football game, and like I don't think he liked me. Neither. He fronted me about some shit, and I actually proved my. I don't want to get too deep in it. I got to save some shit for the book. Mm-hmm. Like my wife said, I got to save some shit for the book. Save for the but book. He, but he, he fronted me on something. I proved myself right, and from that point on, we became real tight because okay. I thought he was a certain type of dude, and he approached me a certain way that I ain't expect from him. Right, and then I handled it a certain way that he didn't expect from me, and then right. we realized, and this is this is literally like my junior year, his sophomore year, like before rapping or anything. Yeah, not right. that. Right. Well, before we were making music, because right. he was already. I wasn't even really rapping. And was UGK's first album name? I forgot. UGK's first, our first project was the Southern Way, but he and Mitchell Queen, the dude I'm talking about, were UGK first. Mm. Wait, wait, yeah. you wasn't the original no, member no, of UGK? I'm, no, I'm not one of the original members of UGK. But that's I've for the book. I've never knew this. But that's for the book. I've never yeah. knew this. I got to smack myself again. U- UGK YV book coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> UGK YV book coming soon. But it's soon. not an actual album that came out. No, no, no. Okay. Just as a group. And then, because okay. what it was, when they were two men, they were a group. And then I ended up being in another group. So mm. when we got together, we be, as a four-man group, we became a, a totally different group. And then when the dude heard, because the, the demo we made was just a four-man group. Right. So some were like, I want to sign y'all. But right. one of the, the other two dudes had a football scholarship. He was like, I'm going to play football. I'm going to at y'all. Wow. And then the other dude was like a football like prodigy. He was like a prospect, uh, and, but he was a junior. So mm. he was like, yo, I'm finna, I want to play ball like him. So I'm mm. just going to concentrate on this shit and get a scholarship. So it ended up mm. just kind of being me and Pimp. Wow. Uh, now, now let me ask you a question. Bird. I just want to say DJ Bird. Now let me ask you a question. Being from Houston, being from uh, Port Arthur and Texas, Texas, Port Arthur, I'm rolling more weed on how the How Rob, we good, right? Yeah, no, you good. How, we good. How, how did Scarface play a, a role? So Scarface was the first time. Scarface was, this is, all right, so I don't want to go. I ain't going to tell that story. I guess, like wifey say, you don't tell everything. But I will say Scarface wifey, was Wifey, let him live for one dime. One time. I will wifey. say Scarface was the first like real rapper with a record out that I had ever seen in my life. Right. He came to he came to a show that I was at and rapped. And this was Scarface back when he used to wear the suit and the hat. And he was the first time I'd ever been in a, in a room with somebody that actually had made a record. Right. And that changed my perspective on who gets to make a record. Why did they change your perspective? Not that Scarface wasn't special, but that you didn't have to just be from New York or L.A. to actually be able to to make a rap record and then go and do shows away from where you're from. So you walk in the room. We're in a a bathroom and a skating rink. I feel like Scarface got a feel I shoot on. No, he he got a feel of suit on. He 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 said he shooting down like... A suit suit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely was off. I was wrong. So I right, describe the scene. He got a suit. He's with K. Reno. I'm in the bathroom. K. Reno. I feel like it's K.R.S. One cousin. K.R. He's from that era. K. Reno <laughs> was like the first. Battle. K. Reno was like the first original battle rapper from Houston, like '87, '88. Like, wow. He's wow. still like the dude that will like. He got. He got like the. He's the dude. He'll that battle me two, right now. Right now, like two, <laughs> he will two bar you. <laughs> To death. Regular, you know what I'm saying? Just two balls. Two, he got, well, he had two balls. Boom, boom. Oh, uh, shit. Boom, 
like to okay. death though. Like right. he's got a, he got what he calls the black book, and it's literally okay. thirty years of raps in there. You know, uh, wow. That. But um, uh, yeah, and then we were freestyling in the room, and me and my man David Forrest, um, DA from the Black Monks, we were mm. hurting niggas. We were hurting the Black Monks. That was a rap group, the Black Monks. Shout out to Three Two. Oh yeah, Three Two. I'm mad old school. I'm sorry. Did I show my age just now? You really did. I really did. I really did. I'm gonna act like I don't. Just by blowing the Black Monks, you show Jay. I'm gonna act like I. And we were in there like me and him because we went to the same high school together. So we were like bodying niggas, and then facing K Reno comes in, and Face doesn't even rap. K Reno does 16 balls and then they just walk out and then mm. niggas just kind of just go home mm. but did you know how how classic like I I, I don't want to say that Pimp C was uh, uh, idolized after he died because he just wasn't appreciated until he died that's what you said damn because I don't people didn't realize how much of the UGK library he produced they didn't realize how much music outside of UGK he produced. Um, and they didn't... Yeah, yeah. See see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. And people didn't really know that. And people didn't know that. He, and he was... He didn't make beats. He was a producer. He had a real discipline for music. And, um, and people didn't really realize that uh, outside of the South. I think Willie D was the first person to say... People think we just lost a rapper. We lost way more than a rapper. You know what I'm saying? And... That was what really made him great to the people in the South because they knew he was deeper funny. than that. My bad, my bad. No, you good, you good. I'll tell you something funny. Ice Cube wouldn't do a record with me unless he seen to me in the studio. And Pimp C was the same way. Pimp C said, I think, I think he's a real nigga, but I gotta be. I gotta him. be sure. Because <laughs> niggas are real good. <laughs> I gotta they sell a real nigga uniform down. at Walmart and now. I kid you not. Oh, shit. This nigga bun. This you nigga have to go to the swap meet in the flea market to get the real nigga uniform. Yo, this nigga you get this shit at Walmart now, All right, y'all already co-sign each other. Leave each other alone. And I'm talking about, it was like six, seven hours, me in the studio. We just keep going. And Bun is like, all right, everybody co-signs each other. Let's finish the record. Because <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, everybody know. If we write rhymes, I'm probably the first person done with the rhymes. I'm just sitting around waiting for everybody else. No, but I I appreciated that so much. I appreciated the the the, the you brought you two brothers together. I appreciated y'all love for each other. Because y'all love for each other was the same exact way that me and Capone love each other. Meaning that I ain't gotta show Capone love on camera. I ain't gotta Fuck with I'm, him. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions, Please. and you should ask. I would love it. And you should ask answer these in, in, in a way that's very predictable. Yes. With you and Pone. Yeah. Did y'all have the same friends? No. Did y'all like the same kind of woman? No. Did y'all handle money the same way? No. But y'all made amazing music and history together. God damn it, Bun. You, you, you won. You won. I don't that's know it. where it was going. That's yeah. it. That's, that's real it. Shit. This is yin that's and yang, it. right? You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. This is yin and yang, and that's why that shit hurt. Work. And when I watch EPMD and, right. and groups like that, right? Yep. The two man groups. Yeah. And you couldn't find two, men, two different niggas than Parish and Eric. Yeah. Mm. Right? Mm. But that's. But, but they because, were the separate groups. Right, yep. but, but, but that means that we encompass everything that all in hoods, because that's the one thing we share is our hood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the one thing you and Pone, y'all left right niggas. No, no, no. no. Oh, I'm from Queensbridge. Right. Oh, oh, so y'all, oh, so that's so a different yeah, yeah, dynamic. Yeah, yeah, but it's Queens. But y'all Queens, Queens. It's Queens. But Queens is a different dynamic. Right, right. No, but it's, that, it's, that, it's, that's it's bloods that fight bloods, my niggas. But that's what made it work. What made it work was, 
We're from two different hoods, and now. But that's an even deeper unit. No, no, but listen, let me just tell you. Because me and Pimp went from the same neighborhood. Pimp was on West Side, nigga. I was on East Side. I can't go to Queensbridge. I went to Queensbridge just now. It's nothing but left rack guys there. I went to left rack. It's nothing but Queensbridge guys there. But me and Capone set that up. And we didn't know what we were doing. Mm -hmm. We just had love for each other, and we said, "You know what? Fuck that. We're gonna we're gonna mess with each other." And here's the deal: I'm glad he's alive. I'm glad he's still here because we we I hugged I hugged him the other day, and I said, "Damn!" And he said, "Look, this this left rack niggas in left in Queensridge." And then he came to left rack, and he said, "I said, look, this Queensridge niggas in left rack." He said. If we set that up, and then I gave him a hug, and it's, it's it, beautiful, it's, right? It's a beautiful thing because had it not been for us, that that, that we all leave respective legacies in the yes, hood, right? Yes, some of them bigger than others, but we yes. all leave. We we set precedents in the hood mm. for one, right? We was, a lot of us are the first niggas. How many times did you use that word? A lot of us are the first niggas Pres- from our hoods that did that or saw that or Pres- brought that. You're working on it. You know what I'm saying? Precedence. You know what I'm saying? I so, can't pronounce it for shit. I'm sorry. Continue, bud. No, no, no. You're good. I just want to laugh at you. Just, just try yeah. to say it. I'm dyslexic. Precedence. Just say hey, look. Yeah, I'm dyslexic. Okay, continue, bud. No, no. But, and, and because of the fact that we were those people that set those precedents, dudes that normally would have even, like, for example, UGK, we come from Port Arthur, Texas. The next town to us is Beaumont, Texas. Mm. Beef. Years. Like beef, wow. physical, oh, 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 about physical okay. guns, all of that. We were the first Port Arthur niggas to actually be able to go to Beaumont, like have a concert and let niggas mean muggers. Right. But and but like, look, eventually the music like, won, won them over, barrier, yeah. and right. and they realized that look, whether we like these dudes or not, nobody even know where we're from. Right. These dudes are actually kind of representing the whole because we wouldn't just say Port Arthur. We'd be like, "Yo, we from the Golden Triangle." The right. Golden Triangle is Port it's Arthur, the whole Beaumont, like, and Orange. Like a, so yeah, even though Port area. Arthur niggas might beef with Beaumont niggas and beef with Orange niggas, if we, we got to go to Houston, y'all. if if a Beaumont nigga and a Port Arthur nigga is in Houston and they get into it with Houston, they gonna shoulder to shoulder. Right. We got to get back home, right? And then we'll deal with that. Later, it's like yeah. street beef versus it's like the street versus the penitentiary. In the street, we would beef. We in a right. pen now. We got to lock up. It's right. a different. It's a different dynamic. I'm right. not going to get into it, but you know what I'm talking about. Get into it. Now, let me ask you something. Yeah, black and Latinos. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to know what side you had to choose. Nah, you know, you know, <laughs> both. It's terrible for me. You don't need to go to jail right <laughs> now, ever, ever again. But listen, but now it came on one time where Pimp actually got on Atlanta radio. And he he shitted on everybody. And I then, wouldn't say he shitted on everybody. He was very honest about how he saw the world. How he saw the world. And you know what I'm saying? You and know people what it are, was? And people are scared to be honest about how they see shit. People want to n- say. Now we understand that. But back then, that was too advanced. No, for us. no. And even I was like, what is he doing? Because, <laughs> and there were people that were like, yo, um, this is crazy. Like, people mm-hmm. are going to. People are about to go off on Pimp. I'm like, nah, this will probably be 50-50. Yeah. And they were like, you're crazy. Like, Atlanta yeah. ain't the East Coast. They yeah. about, I'm like, you don't understand how people love Pimp C. Yeah. This will probably be about 50-50. It and, that, and it became that kind of a situation. Now, I, I'll be honest. I think it's 70-30. <laughs> Pimp's way. Pimp's way. Like, everybody agreed with Pimp. And I, I did, too. I was from the East Coast. And it's, like, it was oh, because it. Pimp had been very honest and open yes. and... Eventually, write about a right. lot of shit before then. Right. So 
when he gave that opinion, right. even people that lived in Atlanta kind of had to be like, Oof. I know what he, I, I know what he's saying, but then I also know what he means. Right, right, and maybe even he didn't. He was wrong, and maybe he like, yeah. maybe he didn't say it in the right, right. way. But right. I know what he meant because then they was like, "Yo, you're saying Atlanta was the gay capital of the world," and right. he's like, "Okay, yeah, right, right, it's right." There. And at that time, people were like, "Yo, you were wrong for that." But now, in retrospect, it's you go there. Atlantic Mall. I'm sorry. Well, I'm it's, sorry it's, too. It's, 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 and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being gay, but I'm sorry he was right. There was something like there was a inside, lot of yeah. black people that are trying to explore their sexuality or trying to confirm their sexuality are finding themselves in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's been like that. And there was a there was a very ugly undercurrent of people that were on the down low, and that was another thing he was trying to expose no, because he, we knew he exposed it. Because here's the thing. Right. Pimpsey was not homophobic. Mm-mm. Pimpsey had no problem that was with not gay his people. Message. Pimpsey's problem his was, message was not quit, homophobic. Quit yeah. hiding yeah. the fact, whatever you are, what, be that. Yeah. Yes. Because you fucking up, uh, as he I would was say. Like, whoever that nigga is right there is fly. Pimp's problem was, <laughs> when you're on the down low, you're, yeah. quote, <laughs> fucking up the pussy population. Right. Right? And yeah. that was his problem. If you yeah. gay, be gay. Let everybody know who you are so we can identify that right. and separate that and be like, okay, so you leave the women alone. You don't have to prove and, nothing. And to I'm going to cut you off for one second, man. Don't cut me off, man. That's, 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 that's probably the first time I actually rep, I actually really want, I actually like uh, really love How did we just get to Jeezy. Oh, you know. Jeezy. Because Jeezy... The biggest artist, he could he could have just turned around and just shitted on Pimp C. He could have said something, but but you know what Jeezy did? Jeezy shut the fuck up. That and was I'm not, I'm that, not saying. And, and I'll be honest, that was out of our respect, his I respect for that. our relationship. No, no, and Jeezy's because Pimp, my brother. Because Jeezy didn't know Pimp. Jeezy knew me. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, hold on. Describe that, please. Well, break that down. Jeezy rolled for Pimp, like Free Pimpsy and all of that. Yeah, because, I know. Because so he loved me. I knew me. how hurt he could have been. But Jeezy didn't have that relationship with Pimp and vice versa. Oh. And so Pimp didn't really know who Jeezy was as a person. Wow. But I didn't know that. in the middle of whatever he was doing, he felt a certain way about something. Right. And it put me and Jeezy in a funny position. Because Jeezy's got to he's got to represent his hood. Right. He's got to do what he has to do, right. but and I'm telling him, look, whatever you feel you need to do, do what you got to do. Mm. And, right. And he and, and he he did. But at the end, of, no, it's and not that, that he didn't. No, no. No, that's that's he, what made me look, respect Jeezy. Jeezy did everything he was supposed to do. Okay. Like, and he'll never say this. And obviously, we're drinking. That's why he says that. But the reality of was Jeezy did everything he was supposed to do. We did everything we were supposed to do, and God kept us away. That's beautiful from each other. That's Jeezy was ready to do whatever he had to do to handle his situation, and we were ready to do everything we had to do to handle our situation. And God intervened. That's just it. And then now, like Jeezy, he's never not been my brother. And Pimp has never not been my brother. Of course. And so God was like, "Look, I don't want you to have to choose between brother and brother. So here's what here's what we're gonna do." And how difficult is that for you? Like, I'm no, it honest. wasn't. It wasn't difficult at all because Jeezy no. had to do what he had to do, and I had to do what I had to do. And as many, no, we I'm just talking that. about in general. Like, in no, general. it wasn't. It wasn't like I said. Jeezy mm. knew what he had to do. Right. I knew what I had to do. Right. And you maintained that. So. And he did too. And that's why. And that's why we could still stand together as men and speak and whatever because nobody got compromised in that position. 
In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. And I don't know if you know Bumby, but this is a podcast. This is a show. We on Revolt TV. But we big up our artists. We give our artists their flowers when they can smell them. We give them their drinks when they can... Wait, hold on. Excuse me. I, I came over another bottle. We give them their flowers when they can smell them. The trees. Their trees. They're trees when they can inhale them. We give them their drinks when they can think them. You roll up? 
and they drink. That's the new one. That's the remix. Yeah, because I've been wrong. Oh, let me hit that. Let me. That's the remix. I need to get my trees where I can inhale it. Yo, and Bun B, and Bun B. I don't know if you know, but if it wasn't for UGK, there might not have been no Mob Deep. No, no. Chill, relax. Come on, let me big you up and relax. Go ahead. Relax. If it wasn't for you, GK. I'm in hell. Go ahead. No, excuse me. You know what? I'll take it even further than that. If it wasn't for eight ball MJG, there might have been a UGK. If it wasn't for a UGK, there might have not been a Mob Deep. If it wasn't for a Mob Deep, there might have been a not seeing that. Mm. I remember when I remember Juvenile Hell. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. Let's go Prodigy there. just there. You know what I'm saying? Away. Let's go there. That's how long I've been in the hip hop. I'm, yeah. I've been listening to hip hop since, um, what's that called? Uptown Hustler. Mm. This nigga took it back. You know definitely showing your age right Uptown now. Uptown Hustler. I'm so I've, I've been here. He's a student of the game. I've been here. He's a student. I've been of the here game. since the Tough Crew. What? And Just Ice and all these niggas. Tough crew. That's when I fell in love with with hip hop. So I watch and see where everybody comes up. I remember Mob D being teenagers making hip hop. Mm. I remember you and Pone being teenagers and making hip hop. I remember, people don't realize, when our first record came out, I was 18, Pimp was 17. I remember being a teenager making hip hop. And I know what it's like when it's just you and another nigga in the room, like, yo. Fuck these other niggas, I got you. And another nigga being being like, you know what, and I got you. So, like, you bring your crew, I bring my crew, whatever. Niggas gonna get reckless. Two, two man groups. Niggas gonna be reckless, but right. when it comes to rooms that them niggas ain't in, right. I got you. Right. And you got me. And, and that's and that's the beautiful thing about what we do is hip hop has brung us to the world. No problem. No, no. That shit's crazy. That's, that's the, crazy. That's the crazy shit. You, the, you ever look at your photo map on your phone and just be like, yeah, that like shit, yeah. Like, this is everywhere I've ever been. <laughs> like, me and my wife would you just sit back and story. just look and just go in the, into the map shit and look at everywhere you ever took you a picture, nigga. Yo, I, like, I, yo, I mean, and it's all on hip hop. Niggas always team on the They stole my fucking passport in Atlanta. They stole my passport in Atlanta. <laughs> but I had every fucking stamp oh, the stamps. In the world. Like, I was so proud of my passport. Shout out to my nigga Mike from New York. Mike got a North Korea passport. Mm. He got oh, a stamp shit. from North Korea. Oh, he, oh, I'm about to say it. North Korea. Not, no, passport. Not, not, not That's the next shit. No, he got, he got a stamp from North Korea. He, he with Kim Jong? No, no, no. He drove <laughs> through North Korea. Oh, he, drew, he got a North and, Korea? And he got out. They were doing gumball and they was on their way to Beijing. Oh, and they were like, doing gumball. Let's you be doing that. that shit. That shit was gumball. I didn't know it this that's, year, though, because I'm back on my music shit. That's the only that's reason. Gumball is where you drive across It's 3,000 miles. 3,000 miles in six days. Wow. 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 Just mad shit. It reminds me of the Cannonball movie. It is, but it's it's way more hectic than Cannonball because it's like 120 cars, probably about $80 million worth of cars. Now, just, this, just now this is drink champs. Yeah, we can't let you leave without talking about. You got a new album coming out? Uh. No, I got an EP coming out. <sighs> then I got a new album coming out. Oh, that's rich. Then I got another album. Yeah. Then oh, I got God, another. You got three. No. Goddamn it! You got a four. And a, and a four. book eventually. Yeah. On so the way. we were going to do the album, but then Wifey was like, "Look, take your time on your album. 
Mm. You got a bunch of music. Put a little EP out right quick. Mm. You can well, still no, eat off. Let, let's describe. Nigga. Hey, well, nigga. We, we don't even why call it white. We call it a muse. Uh. <laughs> I make art, right? I make art. I don't make music. I make art. My uh. wife is my muse. Yeah, the muse inspires everything. Right? Inspires so everything. when a muse says you're doing right, we, uh-huh. we, we mash on that. When right. a muse says you're doing wrong, we erase that. Mm. So now describe an EP. What is that? Five songs, three well, songs. Well, we're somewhere between seven and eight. Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. Or so we have to be careful because anything more than eight is out. Yeah, that's borderline pretty much, already. Pretty much out. Oh, shit. Seven that's to eight. That's why I'm not doing no intros or outros. Right. Right. So, but she was like, "Look, let's just put some music out. Let niggas know you back. Mm-hmm. It'll increase the shows. Get the money up. Mm. You can still eat. And you still can do your album. Because mm. my album vision is separate from what we're doing on this. That's that's you." I mean, you want me to answer this live, buddy? Yeah, you should definitely. You gotta teaching. relax. No, but you oh. gotta answer it. Who is it? Oh, it's Troy Allo. Troy Allo. Troy Allo. I feel like you gotta relax. I felt bad. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm sitting. Well, it's time to roll a blunt, don't relax. Yeah, I'm in Manhattan, but I gotta ask you to relax. <laughs> should have put him on speaker. Huh? He's not that either. Nah, I'll hit you. I'll hit you. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of an interview. Well, you know, we got that I hit you in 10 minutes. Walk. You got to relax. Yo, I remember. Shout out to Branson. Get, get, oh, oh you going there, yeah. bun? Shout out to That's, Branson. Is that where we want to go right now? I got you. I'm in. I'm in. You one of, one of Pimp C's best friends. Oh. Like, we used to go to the spot and sit there for three hours. I would just sit and look at Dion Warwick on the wall and know that Dion Warwick went to the same tree spot I went to. Let me tell you something about Pimp. I'm going to be honest with you. Pimp called niggas. They said, your norm is a real nigga. Pimp said, you sure? (laughs) 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 He said, said, yo, 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 no, no, he's going to go all out with you. He said, you sure? And then he still wanted to meet me. (laughs) He still looked... Met me and he came and looked at me and he was like, I'll walk with you anywhere. And I said, But that's what I appreciated. Like, I actually. Because very know, few people are genuine in this game, very right? Few people very are few people are genuine. Yeah. Right. So, like, he was very excited, like, yo, to meet y'all, to meet y'all, you in, t- in particular. And you were who you were. Yeah. Right? Because a he, lot of people, I'm not going to put you know, niggas I'm on blast. Honest, yeah, right? I know. I'm, I'm not going to put you on blast. Okay, but. but there are a lot of people that are not who they say they are. <laughs> right, and, right. and when you took me to the, that's why I always go back to that. When you took me to the, I was like, yo, I took Lupe, you can ask Lupe, Big Sean, all of them. I took every, I pick them up from the airport. Where you want to go? I want to go here and eat fried chicken. I'm going to go here and eat barbecue. I'm going to go here and see this. I'm going to go to screw shop. Get in my car with me, just me and you. And I'm going to take you anywhere you want to go and you good. You That's go, crazy. And you good. Right. And that was because Nori took me to Left Rack and was exactly who he was supposed to be in Left Rack. Nah, thank you, Bob, so much for, for describing that. But, but it was so beautiful when I met Pimp because Pimp said, listen, Everybody told me you're a real nigga, but you're not a real nigga to I co-sign you as a real nigga. <laughs> so I was like, damn. My brother, my brother was very literal. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yo, yo. So I had to go. I went to Sound on Sound. I will never forget this. I stood there for three hours, and he kept looking at me like this. The nigga never lost oh, eye studio? contact with me. In the studio? <laughs> No, Boy, hey. and I'm looking at this. It's funny because it's funny because I know he's not lying, and I wasn't there. That's, and that's what's funny because 
in those moments, like, it's very important for Pimp to be like, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the reality for Pimp is like, when mm-hmm. I come to New York and you say you that dude, I give my life to you. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You know my yeah, life yeah, yeah. I don't go to every hood yes. and since the last time before, after you, the only hood I went to and stood till three in the morning was Chicago. Oh, wow, yes. You know I love saying? Chicago as well. I love Chicago yeah, we as well. we sit in the hood, shot a video late in the morning. And uh, who's this with? Any artists? Or no? Yeah, um, it's my man Jay Artist. I can't think of the names right now. Damn, buddy, you're I'm, fucking up. I'm no, I'm fucked yeah. up. I'm fucked up. <laughs> you fucking it's two. Up, man. Damn, I'm going to drink champs. They're from Chicago. It's two. No, it's two dudes. They're from. Nah, nah, they're more. But they're two dudes. They're from Chicago. Um, damn, I can't think of the names. One's nah, light skin with braids. One's something. light skin with braids. The other's dark skin with short hair. And my man Jay came on. Boy, you fucking up even more. But they the hoodest niggas in the... We're going to edit this part. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, bud, let me just tell you something, bud. Bogus boys, there you go. The L.E.P. Bogus boys. L.E.P. Bogus boys, that's who we talking about. We got it, we got it. But, bud, let me tell you something, bud. You are one of the most respected people, one of the most respected artists. Thank you, Jimmy. You are one of the most... Respected individuals, and we want to continue to respect you, Bun. We understand. In order to do that, I gotta still be who I'm supposed to be. You ain't supposed to respect somebody just because of what they did. You gotta maintain and respect people because of what they're doing. Because if people continue to, if we continue to give people credit based on what they did, they gonna keep leaning on that and they gonna improve themselves. I gotta improve myself. Mm. I got to keep making sure that I'm who I'm supposed to be for niggas. See, we're locked in on the moment we had 10, 12 years ago. Right. And we respect each other on that moment. But, but, here's other, where I stop. but other niggas ain't have that moment with me or yeah. you, so we still have to maintain no, that. No, here's but, where I got to stop. Oh, okay. Well, I this, got a platform. There's two different kind of drunks. I love yeah, this. this I got a platform. This bar shit, nigga. <laughs> no. This bar no, shit. Bun, I love bun. this. This me and you at the bar right now. I me got a you. platform. No, real shit. This me and you at the Listen, bar right now. Listen, I got a platform. I got a format. And you know what I'm going to do? I got to stop you. Okay. Because you know why? You need to be respected. You need to be saluted. UGK, Bun B, everything you guys did to you. Take your hat off, goddamn it. Because we're going to, here, look, look, I don't, I don't, this this is my towel. I'm going to wipe your sweat. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, this is what you need to do. You need to sit here and you need to, you need to be respected. Because you know why? Hip hop should salute hip hop. Mm. And that's the part that we don't have. Mm. We don't have. You, you know what it is? People sit back and they say, ah, this guy is this guy, and this guy is this guy, and that's not what should be happening. You know, I we just recently went to Atlanta. I hung out with Big Boy. I hung out with CeeLo. I hung out. I'm now we hanging out with motherfucking Bun B. And Bun Love B it. can never, ever, 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 ever in his life come to New York and not feel appreciated, especially when I'm in New York. Oh. And you know why? Because why? a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> might not say, you know what? UGK raised us, but that's them niggas. It's not me. Oh. UGK fucking raised us. Yo, and you know how, how important he is to the culture and how much he respects the culture? Talk about it, EFN. I as a love DJ, it. Before, as a before DJ. Before you go in, before you go in, I want to give you a... I love because you and R.I.P. Prodigy, y'all was young niggas. Yep. 
You know what I'm saying? And we started as young niggas. Yep. And that was something that we respected from y'all. Because y'all yeah. was so... Because Pimp was... I was I was 19 and Pimp was 18 when God niggas damn. heard us. I was 17. You was 17. Right. You know what I'm saying? Pimp, when, Pimp was literally like, yo, am I going to go and get... Am I going to graduate from high school and make music? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I had just graduated. I was like, am I going to go to college? Am I going to make music? And both of us was like, yo, we're going to get this shit a year. If not, we're going to do whatever. And the day before, we made this decision after I graduated on May, on April 30th. And on, on, I mean, it was May, no, it was April 30th. And literally, we went to New York a year later on April 30th and signed our record deal on May 1st. With Ja. With Ja. And from that point on, we made a decision that either either way that we were going to ride that shit out together. And I've been riding for my nigga. Yo, Bart, my nigga rolled hard for me when he was here. Cause Bart, we're, not in, we're not ending the interview. But what I want to say is, cause you cut me off. No, he cut me off. No, he cut me off. No, he cut me off. No, I cut you. You cut me off. And, and this is the first Somebody nigga that cut, cut me off. But Bun, I'm gonna tell you something, Bun. Me and this brother right here, we started this podcast cause we wanted to respect legends. And we could have been dead because, you know why? These guys want the new guys. But me and him stuck to our guns. And when we started this, we want to big up brothers like you, brothers like Pimp, brothers like MGK. Um, Excuse me, M, I said MGK. I thought it was just me, fuck But listen, and the thing about it is, this is exactly what hip-hop has to do. They keep telling me. They say, you know why drink champs work? I met with Leo Cones, and you know what Leo Cones told me? He said, because you're a legend bigging up legends. And I said, Leo, I wanted to tell him to shut up, but then I said, I think he's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we got to keep doing, Bun. God bless you for Bun. the format to do that. <clears throat> Bun, we go, tonight we are celebrating Bun Motherfucking, motherfucking beat. Let's make some motherfucking noise. Hey, hold on. Let me get mine off. Let me get mine off. Please. Gotta relax. Let me get mine off. Okay. Because we met in Left Rack that time. And from that point on, you know, like the DJs, we the background. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we get overlooked over here. Mm-hmm. Like as a fan, I'm sitting here looking at you artists talk about it. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Take it all in. You know what I'm saying? And you guys have all these stories, but little do people know the the, the work y'all doing behind the scenes and, and helping other people out. Bun, no problem when I call Bun up back in those days. I don't know how we email or text or the two way. I, I, I knew where you were going. And, with this. and I'm like, I need a I need a freestyle for the mixtape. Bomb. I need another one for the mixtape. Bomb. He sends me Pro Tools sessions. I say I got an artist. Can I use one of these sessions and make a track? And Bun, keeping it real. And this is a legend, you know what I'm saying, already. Super legend. Bum, go ahead and do it, you know what, what? I'm saying? Really? And, and then on the recent album I did in 2015, hit him up, same God thing. God bless you. Never changed. I still got you the vinyl. Saying? God bless Thank you. I still got the vinyl. And, and you know, I just want to say thank you, because I know I'm probably not the only DJ that you were supporting. And right. and, and, and from from all the DJs, I, I want to thank you as well. But it was very genuine, because there's a million motherfuckers that rap. You right. know, and you were very adamant on your projects that you wanted me involved. Oh, yeah. It was a very unique place, and it wasn't a, a thing of 
you wanted me because I was hot or any of that. He was like, yo, I got something. I want people to know it's a good project. Bun, can you give me something? I just want to support you. Appreciate I always, I always this talk is about. This all moment. Always talk about. But I always oh, talk no, about no, EFN no. in the way that people probably now talk about Khaled right. because of the genuine spirit and everybody right. that's ever given anything to EFN never asked for relief. I don't know, but I feel like everybody's giving it to you because they don't. They genuinely like you I've been yeah. as a person. Way. You know what I'm saying? EFN ain't taking no. And that's when when I saw him, I was <laughs> like, "Yo, look what life is taking us." You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Look how this shit came yeah. all the way back around because everybody and I told you this earlier. Come on, everybody wants to win a certain way, mm-hmm. and you might be set up to win, but not in the way that you want to win. But if you leave yourself open that's to real. things. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I can guarantee neither one of you niggas thought y'all was finna win on this podcast. Nope. nope. You know what I'm saying? But, but but y'all did it because but like, you know what? I fuck out. with you, you fuck with me. <laughs> we gonna get on this mic and we're gonna hold each other down I and look where far. it's taking. <laughs> and it's just very it's it's very nice to see when, when people be like, yo, we just gonna ride this out and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then and then it ends up getting a check. Just being real. Shout out to Revolt. Yeah, yo, 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 listen, listen, listen. Big up to Revolt. Shout out to Ciroc. Yo, yo, big up yo, to Revolt. I don't know if I should shout out to Ciroc because I'm like fucked up on drinks. <laughs> you got you to big up Ciroc for that. You can't you can't not shout them out for that. You got to big them up. Okay, okay. I got to big them up. Big, shout out to wifey because she's here. And wifey, yeah, look, she's holding you down. Look at her. She's like, yo, he ain't been this drunk in She's going to swing on somebody. I'm just throwing it out there. She's like, he ain't been this drunk. like, he ain't been this drunk since his birthday. He wasn't drunk on his birthday. But it's good because I'm sweating too, so I'm not as drunk as I should be. Oh, you do it. You know, you know, we're going, we're doing a regatta. We're pulling Shout out the premium pee in the back. Oh. No, because I want to say that that he inspired Teach to Chef to, Teach to get involved with the food truck and all that. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you, I know, I seen it in some way that you helped inspire him. And teach, that's my brother. Teach yeah, is my brother. Teach is, is a good dude, and Teach was in the place where. He had made money. He was successful. Right, with pit, you know, everything managing pit bull. Yeah. He had made money or whatever, but there wasn't any personal fulfillment for him. And he, mm-hmm. I was like, well, what do you, what do you like, like to do? I like to cook. You need to cook for niggas. Like when mm-hmm. I come to Miami, cook for me. And he cooked. Mm-hmm. I was like, Yo, yeah. you can actually really cook. Like, uh-huh. and I was like, if this is what you want to do, you should follow this because if you don't do this, uh-huh. you're gonna spend money doing something else, and you're gonna regret not doing it. Doing something that you really love to do. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna take the, the money that you've worked hard for yourself and your family, if you're gonna put that on the line, it should be for something in that you believe in in your heart. Right. And above everything else, he loved to cook, and he's got fulfillment now. Yeah, look. And what it's not just about money. I used to think shit was about money, and there was a lot of Me things too. that I miss. Um, moments with my wife, moments with my kids. Look at you, you whip like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? saying? Just being you real. Bring your wife. I love that. That's, that's how I am. And it's not just because she's in a room. That's amazing. That's amazing. But it's just I'm being honest. Like there were, too, there were things yeah, that, okay. that I felt like, I'm like, yo, I need, I need to make sure they can live in a certain house. I need yeah. to make sure they can wear certain clothes. Mm-hmm. They can go to certain places. But mm-hmm. it wasn't really about that. You know what I'm saying? It was about living life for personal fulfillment. Mm. Like what do we enjoy as a family? Mm. What do we enjoy as a couple? What do we enjoy from the parent, the child dynamic? And if you don't really stick to that, you're gonna lose it because mm. the shit that we do is designed to prop you up. Mm. It's not designed to prop the couple up. Us up. The parent up is designed right. to prop you up. Right. You gotta 
find it in yourself to be like, yo, I got to make sure that I'm still a husband to my wife. I'm still a father to my kids. Kids, I'm yep. still a brother to my friends. Yeah. Because this game is like, you know what? I know you got your crew with you, but you're the shit. Mm-hmm. This shit's about you. They need you. That's no, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for food them. Food. That's right. exactly what I'm doing on my food show. They told me on my food show. I could have. I could have did. <laughs> listen, on my food show, I could have did anything, but I hired. I hired about at least six six different people, and you know what? I could have did love and hip hop, but if I did love and hip hop, yo, don't even yeah. get. I, I, I would, bring, little, I would no. bring my wife up here right now. Let me finish. Like, Let me finish started, if I really did love a hip hop, you wouldn't have seen him. You wouldn't have seen him. And guess what? If I really love a hip hop, they they didn't want me to do drink champs. Fuck no. out of here. I didn't and, even know that. And shout out to I got brother, nothing against Mona and them, right? And what they us. do. But you didn't know that. <laughs> every time they wanted to like after loving hip hop New York before they went to Atlanta and Hollywood they, they came wanted to, to come Houston, Houston. Tell, and, tell the first, about it, boy. and the first people they was like yo me and Bambi we want you and your wife mm. we looked at everything and we made a conscious decision as a family we don't need that mm. it's not worth it I don't want your wife fighting nobody because I'm gonna shoot whoever she's no, no no don't, no don't no, no let me, let me, let me, I'm sorry let me, sis <laughs> That didn't go too far. But but we're a real family, right? Yeah, we're a real family. And I'm not saying anybody else ain't a real family, but we're a real family and we didn't I'm need a real that. Family. Yeah. We didn't need that. Yeah, and no disrespect to that. Right. We just didn't need that. Alright. You know, you yeah, know and I'm not y'all. saying that people that did it like we're not saying it like that, you know, but that was something that was like, you know what? Nah. We have our family. Nobody knows the dynamic in our family. So and just special. so you know. I'm sorry, I gotta cut you off for real quick. No, don't cut me off. I said Revolt TV. Get that blunt off your head. You don't know. Oh, yeah, you I got a blunt. It's a blunt? I thought yeah. it was a cigarette. Listen, I said Revolt TV. Yeah. What we're trying to do, we're trying to change black media because black media needs to be controlled by black media. Did, you, mm. did, I, make, did I make sense? No. Did you want me to say it? Say time? we want to change media and that media. No, we don't want to change need, media. No, we need to change better. You know why? Us as the okay, co- and Latinos, us as the <laughs> creative people in the world, we don't have to change anything. All we got to do is continue to be who we. We need to own what we do. Is. We just need so, to own what we do. But yeah. because but, they can't sell nothing without us. We would love to get you and your wife podcast together mm. on remote TV. We would love to do that mm. on film because look at it. She love that. I, I think that. that would be amazing. Yeah, that's dope. As long as she, as long she get EP credit, she's fine. You got to film it. Because that's the only reason why we haven't done, done it, because at the end of the day, we never had EP credit. We would never get EP credit, so we wouldn't do it. Like, if you. we're going to put our family out to the world, then we need to be in control of the vision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let, let, I'm not Because I'm not here for nigga to go to dinner with my wife right. and have a nice dinner, and right, then let me tell you somebody come in and have a fucking fight Are we talking about at the table three. Are we talking about the buns no, on the camera? Ch- no, like, no, no, like no. Like T.I.? No, no, no. I, Shout out I, I, to T.I. and wanna Tiny. I want to buy that. I want to buy that show. And there's a name, but I'm not going to say All it right now TV. because somebody's going to try to go there. Mm. If I say the name right now on this on this thing, they'll go there. I'm going to tell you. Don't in say your, the name. I'll tell you in your ear. No, no, no. no. Tell, tell it out loud. I, I got no, editors. No, no. I'm going to tell you in your ear. I love it. Yo. <laughs> Like the blood. Call Puff. Tell Puff in his ear. Mm-hmm. We're going to drink summer colada because this is my Let's wife's favorite drink right now. Let's drink some summer colada. 
And but listen, this is how we do it. But we so only do it unless my wife controls it, because my wife has my family's best interests. I love it. I love how much it's amazing. I'm the artist. My wife is the business. Yes, I love yo, it. Yo, let me tell it. Yo, can before we go, money. no, I want to tell this story before yeah, please, we go. Pimp C's locked up in jail. Please. Puff's getting ready to start Bad Boys Out. Puff comes to Houston. There's a big party. That's why she's laughing. It's real shit. Puff comes. Puff said, "But I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the wife because the wife runs the the wife runs the shit." Uh-huh. Puff offers her this. Seven figures. He's like, yo, I want to give Bun this. I want to give Pimp this. I want this, this, and that, that, and that, and that. Uh-huh. We go home. My wife is like, yo, we should do this. We need. What you? Why are you not doing this? <laughs> I whispered in my wife's ear, like I whispered in your ear. Uh-huh. Wife's like, I'm, I'm with you, and that's why I'm here right now doing drink champs. Uh-huh. In that moment, like real shit, real nigga shit. Uh-huh. In that moment, we went home after the club, four in the morning in the bedroom. Yo, why are we not? Why are we not doing it? Uh, let's go, let's move. I whispered in my wife's ear like I whispered in your ear, uh, and that's why I'm here today. No, no, sense. hold up. And and at some point in my life, between that and today, it's nobody's business. Between that point and today, my wife whispered in my ear, and that's why we're here today. Uh, let's make some noise. Shout out to the wife. <laughs> you listen. Uh, right now. Right now, yeah, I don't know. Because my I, wife, if, when I leave here, my wife gonna be like, if I lied, my wife would be like, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? I respect that. And listen, and if you from hip hop, if you from Houston, all that from the South, if you from anywhere else in the world, and you understand who this man is, we support him, we salute him, we respect him. He had one of the most controversial artists in the world. And he stood there and he stood by him. Same way as me. Still do. No, no, I think he won. <laughs> like, he won. He won way more than me. <laughs> but the fact is, Bun B, we can't thank you enough. We want to stand up. We're going to salute you. I'm just glad that love. I came to Dream Champs and got drunk. And you know uh, what? Yeah, and, 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 and you know what the crazy <laughs> shit is? We didn't even talk about your new album. You have a new album. I have EP, a new album. EP EP, let's talk EP, about the EP. Please. EP is called Extended Play. Extended Play. Extended and when play. does it come out? August 29th. You got any features on it? Cause, um, yeah, but you'll see that on August okay. 29th. Because okay. Bumby Day in Houston. No. Because Bumby Day in Houston. That's the clap I'm ready for. Because Day in Houston, like the mayor of Houston gave me Bumby Day on August 30th. Mm, oh There's a deeper story to that, but I got to save it to the book. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. So, but the but Bumby Day this year is a Wednesday. So we're going to drop the album, the EP this on Wednesday? a Tuesday. I mean. No, no. August, <laughs> August 29th on a Wednesday. Right, cool, cool, cool. But um, we're going to drop the EP before, and then we're going to go out and do the food bank and shit like that. And, Right. Things that we do because Bumby Day is not about me; it's about giving back to the community. By example, his guy. So and my humble. wife is like, "Yo, we, we did so good humble. once or twice. We need to step it up. Let's kick it up a notch, nigga." Yo, bum. So, this is what you need. This is what you need. This is what you need. All right. Every, give me, it goes to me. Problem. But every time you, you be careful you, what you, you ask for. I every time you have a humble moment, this is what I need. I need you to hit me. Cause I don't want to. I want to be the opposite of your humble moment, right? So mm. and niggas be like, "Yo, it's Bumby, Bumby," and then you be like, "Yo, I'm good." 
And then I just want to stand by you and be like, fuck that, nigga. You know what? <laughs> you have to get behind her. Uh, no, 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 I've known you like through, and even when I didn't know you, I knew you. So I, so when I met you, it was it shit was obvious because I already knew what type of niggas y'all. Thank were. you, Bum. But, 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 but I gotta, I gotta. But, but no, but your job, you give, you know, you get paid to celebrate niggas. Yeah. This was on me. Yeah. No, I want to big. I want to. This, this was on me. You can't. I'm not saying you can't big me up, but okay. I, it's important. <laughs> okay. It's important because I was telling my wife earlier. I said, "Yo, I said, I said, no one's ever understood how smart Nori is." I said, and that's why he's always got richer than anybody ever thought he was going to get. I said, no. I don't mean to put him on blast. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, I mean, talk about my house. I didn't put you on blast. Yeah. I didn't I just, he didn't take it too far. But, 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 but yo, but yeah, like, he's so, yeah, yeah but yeah. no, but Nori is a genius. He's always gone further than anybody thought he was going to go. Mm-hmm. Which was surprising to me because I'm like, why? Why did you set this up, wifey? No. No, she already knows. And I was like, yo, I was like, look at him now. He's got a food show. He's got the pocket. He's got all this other stuff. Definitely like, didn't know this was going. I was like, this. I was like, I don't even know what I can say and what I can't say. I don't even know what I can't say and what I can't say. But the reality is, is that people look at us being from certain environments, being from certain neighborhoods, and putting limitations on us. And so many times we accept those limitations. Damn, bun. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And it's beautiful to see somebody like Nori that has never accepted what people said he was supposed to be. Thank you, bun. And you look, I, I know it's, I, Nori's not a person that shits on people, but it's got to be very interesting to look back on everybody. Who shitted on me? That, that not only shitted on me, but like was like, but this was luck. Or this was, <laughs> this was timing or whatever. You know Damn, what I'm saying? Man. Lighty knew. Damn. Yeah, God bless. Can God I say bless. that? Yeah. Yes, please. Chris you can say, knew. You can say everything you want. Just being real. Chris right. knew. Right. I just want to say that. Chris knew. But I'm just saying, nobody ever knew that they didn't want to. If they knew, they didn't want to give credit. And I dealt with that in my career. Niggas had an idea of what we would do, but niggas would never give us credit. And it's, it's amazing to see what Nori has done because Nori has been Nori. Mm-hmm. This is the same dude I stood in love, frankly. Yes. Same dude I was in the studio with. Yes. You know, this was who I anticipated on meeting, mm-hmm. and that's who he ended up being, and that's who he still is. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize, everybody is fighting. I just want to say this, and I'm sorry. I could be out of pocket. Niggas are, niggas are fighting to get on Drink Champs. Yeah. And, I can show you, and I can show you my phone in literally every seven to ten days. I'm begging him to come on Yo, Drink Champs. Yo, whenever you ready to come on Drink Champs. <laughs> yes. How many people get called by the top one of the top podcasts in the country? Yo, Bun. Thank you. What are you doing? Yo, where you at? I'm in New York. I'm, that's the only reason I'm here is because nah, nah, he, nah, we were no. talking this week. No, and he was like, yo, we if you make it to, my, to you. Nah, we no, we but would, let's we be would. real. Let's we be real. You were like, yo. He was like, yo, I'm going to Miami. I'm in New York right now. Can you get to Miami? I'm like, I don't know. And then literally the next day, I got called to come and do a show in New York. And then the day after it got booked, I called Nori. I was like, yo, you in New York till 
12, right? I'm like, yeah. nigga, I'm going to be in New York this week. And that's why I'm on the microphone right now. Yeah. Because my man left this door open, and as soon as I had an opportunity and called him, I walked right through. Yeah, but in all due respect, bun, I, just, I, 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 I really appreciate the love that you just gave me. But I just want you to never, ever, ever, ever not remember who you are. That's why my wife is here. And you know why? Straight up. Because, because the game will, the game, coming, and all that shit's designed to take you away from that. A totally different aspect of life, what UGK did to us, what you guys gave to the music community. I could never thank you. No, but we looked, as a two-man group, we looked at everybody. We looked at you and, and Capone. Nah, y'all came look, out before us. No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, yeah. as through longevity, right, and throughout the game, there was always a dynamic that we could look at. When we started, motherfucker had a Bumby Pimp C, Run mm. D MC. Mm. There's always been something that we could look at. Run oh. DMC was the first. Then APMD, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, even Houdini and different groups like that, we would look at like the two man group, right. and need, not just because there were two men, because you could put those two people in the room and leave with an album, mm. and that's where the dynamic with Gangstar comes in, the mm. dynamic with Mob Deep comes in, mm. with EPMD comes in, because mm. you got the producer and the MC. Put them dudes in the room, they come out with an album. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But even deeper than that, put these two dudes in a room, you come out with a movement. Mm. Capone and Noriega. Then this nigga Bumby is mad. <laughs> this nigga killed it. He killed it. He murdered that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I keep my room in the, my wife in the room with me, because me I can't too. lie. I can't I lie. He said the muse. That's his muse. I can't lie. She won't, because she going to sit right there, and if and I try mom, to lie, she going to look up and be like, for years. what's that? You killed that. Mm. No, sir. God bless her. Okay. So here, here's the deal, man. Yo, I'm so drunk right now. No, no, I'm no, almost no, certain no. there can't there can't be anything. Wanna, left. Is that bar so open downstairs? Let's kill it right now. We can go downstairs. But Bun, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I can't thank you enough because the thing about it is people think that you're so like like cause cause how upfront Pep was, people think that you're like like you, you won't even answer a question. Cause I don't, I don't talk. I know, but I'm your brother. So I talk. You, it takes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to you. Yeah. I'm talking to you. But in in the in the, in the, in the, phys- in the physical one. world, in the physical world, like me and, my, me and my me and my my better half. Yes. I walk in any room and walk out. Mm. Yes. Yes. You know, me and, and God, we walk in I any room and walk out. I never. Let me tell y'all the illest shit my brother ever said. All that fly shit and minkos on. The illest shit Pimp ever said was, I don't need bodyguards. I just need mighty God. Mighty God. That's it. That's it. And ever since he said that, I never told him. I moved like that. I I knew then I didn't need nobody with me. I didn't need nobody. If you wasn't moving with me within God, Mm. I just moved by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and is and 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 is that the way hip hop should be? That's the way, nah, because that's the way life should be. Right. right. You know, that's the way life should be. Right. Like you don't need people to to show who you are, prove who you are. Mm-hmm. If you are who you say you are, and you honor that in a real way, you can move anywhere in this world. 
Mm-hmm. And Pip and I are proof of that. Right. I was telling a story earlier to, to Jeff and Eric about we came to New York, we got signed. People were like, yo, I want to go to Harlem. Yeah. I was like, let's go to Harlem. Let's go. <laughs> so we, we took a cab from the hotel, and we was like, he was like, where you want to go? He was like, we want to go to Harlem. The cab dropped us off on Amsterdam on 125th. Yeah. And just me and Pimp, get out of the cab, and that's where we are. There's a barbershop. This is 1992. There's a barbershop on 125th in Amsterdam. We go in the barbershop, we oh, get a haircut. I gotta give you a haircut. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I love you, my brother. Yeah. You know how much we've been through? Yo, and and people, never, we trying never, to talk, and it's funny because we're trying to talk about it on here. I know, really, I know exactly. We can't talk about the studio session. Yeah. We can't even talk about how crazy it got in the hood. Yo, shout yeah. out to the little man that slapped dude behind that tongue ring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But bun. Son ought to be like 25 <laughs> now. He was 15 when he did that. Yeah, but Bun, yeah. I, can't, I can't thank you enough because yeah. I understand what we're talking about. I understand. And fuck all this other shit. No, but it's important for people to see yeah. me cry because yeah. this is what they don't get to see, right? Hip-hop yeah. is designed for ego. But when you love people And you think about them And they're not next to you And you can't be next to them You're supposed to be like that right. And so that's why I love talking through it I love crying while I'm talking about something Because that lets people and, know and How about, honest we are About what we're talking about You know you, you know, you know. the thing about it is It's like we just lost Prodigy So we can't ask Havoc right now The same way we couldn't ask you when pimp, yeah, when no, no, you, you can't. can't I can talk that. now. I can talk yeah, a lot easier, yes. and it's not like I don't. And see, people think you get choked up when it's like, yo, how you feel about? It? No, it's, I think about the little moments. Mm-hmm. That's what choke you up. Right. Not about you know. It's for me when I think about pimp. I think about this new cause. Mm. And he you went know what I'm saying? That he would have bought. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like when I look at the race. When I look at the race. No, that's him. That's Yo, him. like for real, like like people don't realize when Pimp pulled up in the bins that he's in in Big Pimpin', he was the first person on the street with that, <laughs> with car. that car. He was in Miami now, with that Pimp, car. Pimp I remember Raekwon coming up to him. Hmm. I remember Fat Joe coming up to him <laughs> because people don't realize the I forgot what it's called. It's called Spring Bling now, but it was Loud Weekend. Oh, back then, okay, okay. the first time they did that in Miami, it was like it was a loud artist thing. Uh-huh. So. The chef was in town right. Joe was in town Everybody And we're on Collins And Pimp just got that joint And nobody yeah. had that joint Right You know what I'm saying So it was a very Very stantastic Right no, Day that, for us and, it, and it put Pimp and, and people did This was before Big Pimp So it let people know Exactly what type of dude he was You know what I'm saying And it wasn't like I got it before you It was like I got what y'all got mm-hmm. We from the south but we, we do We can do anything mm-hmm. Anybody else can do Right You know what I'm saying But it was the honesty about Pimp that I think gets gets missed about the right. UK legacy. No, no. Just to that, a fault, almost. That's the beautiful you know, the, thing about you guys. It's like, when I met you, I swear, I swear to God, this is the most beautiful thing. Pimp was like, tell Nori come to the studio. <laughs> and I came to the studio. Hey, hey, listen, this nigga analyzed every aspect of me, but that's exactly what I would have did. You understand? <laughs> like, I would have did the same as that. So Pimp looked at me, he was like... Hey. <laughs> 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 like 
And I was like, damn. And then we fucked with each other the whole From night. Tell them, yeah. I'm like this. And, then, and you, would, you, people would never know how how close this group was, like right. UGK and, and Capone and Noriega, right? Because when people look at people, they think people are close because they do a bunch of songs, bunch of songs. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You, but they, you, but the real people that really have friendships in music, they don't even really do music together. Mm. Mm-hmm. We talk about family. We talk about yep. children. We talk about contracts and legacy and, <laughs> like, and shit like real life shit. Right. We don't be like, yo, let's do this and let's start this. That's not what real people do. Real people are like, yo, right. record company's flaking on me right now. Like, <laughs> like in my A&R, right. he only live like 10 minutes. Be like, how should I move on this? Yo, and they be like, yo, I want to go to the label and let like 50 rats loose. Like, it's <laughs> not going to do this. New, they bun. got rats. It's New York up there. They got, they got rats in there. And Bun, let me tell you something, Bun. Too I can't drunk. thank you so much. Too drunk. No, no, no. But listen, I am not you. I can't thank You're you so much champ. because, nah, we are drink champs. Pimp is a drink champs. Capone is a drink champs. Ian is a drink champs. Ching is drink champs. The thing is this: we ain't these other shows where we want to like you know pull up gossip and all this shit. All we want to do is represent our hip hop legends. God bless you. And for today. That, we're not only bigging up you, but we're also bigging up your brother, who's Thank not you. here, Pimp C. And we also bigging up Prodigy because Prodigy's not here. And we understand exactly what you guys are going through right now. For real. With you. For real. And this is Drink Champs. And Drink Champs is only to big up hip hop. Fuck everything else about life. Hip hop should be saluted every fucking day. There's a war going on. Come on, yes, it makes a noise for that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But, Bun, I thank you so much. I thank you so much. Yo, Bun, I thank you so much for being. We gotta relax. We gotta relax. And we're gonna smoke some weed, too. Because I feel like my son is coming up in a little while, and I'm fucked up. But listen, Bun. There's no way I can thank you so much. Me, EFN together. The fact that you, you came to left rack with me. <laughs> it's crazy. You hang out. And that was the left rack yesterday. Yeah. This is a very ill, like, I, that's why this I laughed so much when we were all standing in front of the sweet chair. Right. right. Because I don't think anybody thought you would have been who you were going to be. Yep. I don't think nobody really thought. Like, oh, you people thought, you. and me, like, we're, and, right. and, we're who we are, not because of what we were then. That's the ill no, shit. That's the ill shit. Like that's the yeah. ill shit. Like we're yeah. not even who we are now because of who we were then. It's because we weren't scared to be more than we, we are, are now. Then. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's why we hard. are now. That's real talk, man. So, so like, you, you know what I'm so saying? So come on, I, I feel like EFN yeah, 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 got yeah, more questions. Yeah, I feel like I just like I'm telling you, I'm on fan mode. I'm soaking it all in because I'm a fan of both y'all and just Bun. Just to know that when we all when I met Bun. And left right. that's such a memorable. I feel like I'm back in that moment. No, and that's, and I see it like it was yesterday. And it's yes. it's this like I said, this intricacies of that day. Yeah, that we could never. That as day was deep, bananas. As, as deep as this, and I tell people all the time about that story. Jules. So it's so funny to talk about it here Again. in this space 
Because I talk about that story all the time. Like, yo, you want to know when I really was in New York? You want to know when I really knew I was in New York? Please tell a story. Like, like drinking Belvedere. I need to hear your story. My number one moment, and there's a, a lot, but Please. just literally, like, turning up the Belvedere bottle. <laughs> and then like I felt like I was in clockers cause the niggas the DT shirt the quarter and I'm like that's one time right like that's one time right please tell us so we're like we sitting there yeah. we're on the corner and this is when Armadale Vodka is popping right yes. like we're supporting no, no. I'm sorry but we're supporting yeah, no, no, no. we're supporting black business like we are now but uh, that was the move Armadale right uh-huh. so I'm in New York. Yeah, I'm with Nori. I'm drinking Armadale. Like Nori's like, yo, what you want to drink? Rock <laughs> Nori goes over there. So and that like not this side. Like yeah. shout out to Puff, but yeah. yo, we had the Magnum. The Magnum. <laughs> <joints. laughs> yeah. yeah. Just being real, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in the hood, so I got this huge bottle <laughs> of vodka. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm in <laughs> Queens. I'm in left, right, drinking. <laughs> and then like just like clock is in literally in like the the old school like. <laughs> It's literally what my man was driving past your boy Clockers. He's in the same detective, like, Lincoln car. And I'm like, really, word? That's what you came to New York for? And he's like, nah, you good. You, you good. And apparently I was good. No, you were good. But, yeah, but we, I watched a couple of dudes get slapped. Somebody got shot to five. Well, a couple of dudes got shot to five. Yo, it, it was, it really, I was like, Damn. Not because it happened. I'm like, yo, this is the same shit that if I was on this corner and you're right in my hood and and this shit happened, this the same shit would have happened. And the whole night, as the night progressed, I'm like, the world's a ghetto. That's all I keep saying. The world is a ghetto. The world's a ghetto. And and, and you know what? Like, for real. That's exactly what we should. should. Nothing scared me. Nothing surprised me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Nothing scared me. Nothing Nothing surprised me. I'm like, I. I'm gonna tell this funny story. Please. This, the, one of the first things that happened, little man comes up. Nori's like, yo, bud, just so you know, little man, what we don't do? We don't eat bananas, we don't eat hot dogs, we don't eat corn dogs, we don't do that. I was like, this is crazy. Because you asked a, a little dude from where I grew up, if he wanted a pop, so a nigga would look at you crazy. <laughs> right, and it's, it's, it's not that there's anything wrong with eating a popsicle. Right. Right, no. in, in general. It's just that's yeah. against my rules. Yeah. I got different rules for everybody. Continue, man. But it was very funny. It was like, and he's looking at Nori the whole time. He said it. And kid was less than twelve. And then the kid less but than fifteen so you know, did something. Mike, and then the kid less than eighteen did something. No, I'm no, like, no, no. I want you to get finished. But listen, you know what I eat downstairs? Mm. I eat a hot dog with everything on it. No hot dog. <laughs> It's a fact. That's a fact. What did I eat downstairs, Ching Ming? Everything on it, no hot dog. I get a hot dog. Okay, continue, bud. No, there's nothing to say after that. The same Nori. The same Nori. Same Nori. God bless you. High five on that, too. Black five and a white five. Let me tell you something. This is not back in the days. Or this is not nowadays. When I asked Bum B to come to my hood, this wasn't the nice hood. <laughs> this was the hood. I, right. That was when niggas was like, yo, you know these buildings got underground niggas shit. Niggas is still niggas like, shooting. Niggas like, yo, if, if they come, just run with follow me. If, all we got to do is make it to the building. They did niggas like, all we got to do, niggas say, all we got to they said, all we got to do is make it to the building because they ain't going to know if we go up or go down. So we good. Left, right, got underground shit. So it's like, yo. I apologize. That was that time in the hood. And it was literally, 
like, yo, if anything happens, just run it was, with us. It was a time and, and all we got to do is make it to the to building. <laughs> all you got to do is make it to the building and don't worry about it. it. I can't Listen, I'm like, okay. Hood, and I ain't got the bum knee now like I got now. I got a torn meniscus, so I ain't got the bum knee. But they were like, all we got to do, because we're, we're on the corner, we're at a light, and so there's a building right here, there's a building right there, and it's, it's like, yo, B, we're good. All we got to do is make it to the building. They ain't going to know where we're going. The DT's got to yeah, catch boy. us before we get in the building. Mm-hmm. Once we get in the building, they don't know if we're going up or we're going down. I'm going to do my hood of this. And Alexa. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I got to apologize. Yeah. I really got to. No, it's beautiful because but that's. I'm really sorry. But no, no, but that. New, that. that was the New York no, I wanted to see. I'm sorry. That's what I want in New York. I'm old enough to remember the Warriors and shit. So New York had to be a certain way when I got here. I didn't want to go to Juniors with Cheesecake. Shout out to Puff. But that's not what I wanted. I know I'm I'm taking the piss, I'm coming right back. Piss break. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I did not realize. But we were very we were close to the building, so I wasn't tripping. I wasn't tripping. But yeah. that's the one thing I remember distinctly. Yes, yo, so bun. It's not like we were out there selling crack, but no, we, no. Were, we were drinking big. No, EFM was liquor. selling crack for sure. Come on, brother. EFM. Who did I who did I bail out that I met? Out there, he was, oh, can you talk you about that? No, 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 no. Can you talk about that? That's why I'm very. Well, he showed me mad love that day, though. That's why I'm very I general. For the first time, that you yeah, literally, it's crazy. Yeah, he showed me love too, but <laughs> shit got real after twelve o'clock for that day. It was day. crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, so bun, man. So, what, what, what would you think? Um, before we get up out of here, right. what would Pimp C think of, of this whole generation right now? I think what would he would, you think he? I think he would love the fact that young people are getting paid mm. for the music because we used to have to try to figure out just how to get paid for putting the record out. Mm. Nowadays, you get paid for putting the record out from downloads, SoundCloud, from streaming, Google, all these other things. Google. So you get paid off of one song ten different ways if you know how to work the game. If you know, how we to were work just trying to figure out how to get paid from putting a record out. Mm. So I think you know, from that aspect, he would be happy of the freedom that artists have. Mm. But and on the other side, right? Yeah. But on the other side, he would be. I think he would be disappointed in a lack of honesty. You know what I'm saying? Lack of honesty. You yeah, you like because we're here to like right now expose everything that's fake. Mm-hmm. But if you're fake, you can't expose anything because it would expose you. Right. And that's what he would be disappointed about. Pimp never had a problem with who people were. It was right. about people pretending about who they were. Something they wasn't. That was his problem. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Pimp if you're playing. a gangster, you're a gangster. If you're a hipster, you're a hipster. If you're straight, gay, whatever, just be who you tell me. When I meet you, just be that every time I see you. Right. And I can honest. live. And if I like that, I, if I can accept that, I'm good with that. But don't 15, be. 15,000 niggas told Pimp, Nori's a real nigga. He still wanted to meet me. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said, I got to meet you. Uh, he, he looked at me and said, and then he hung with me the whole night. <laughs> Tell him, my No, and it was, it was funny because <laughs> Pimp was like, yo, man. I, I'm so happy that this nigga is who he said he that, was. That the people said like, he was. I'm so happy that he was who he said he was. He, you and Keith Murray. Oh, you and Keith, Keith Murray, Murray um, right. were like were exactly who we. Where he thought he where we thought they were yes. going to be. You were everything yes. we thought they was going to be. He was saying right before you got cut off. You were saying y'all went to 125th and y'all walked to the barbershop. What happened? We went in there. We was like we was from Texas and it was like oh you gotta be. You know what I'm saying? It was like, what you doing in the hall? I was like, we want to get a haircut, we want to get weed, and we want to get some food. And niggas like, we just want to go there. Let me say something before you can finish. Listen. 
pimp C didn't give a fuck. We took I'm a cab. Yeah. The way this and he, he checked me in New York. <laughs> it's not like I was in Texas or in Houston. Pimp C said, "These niggas tell me you're a real nigga, pimp." <laughs> and he started rubbing his ear like this. I said, I said, oh shit, I, I've never been checked this way. <laughs> so I just had to ride with it. I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm a real nigga. So they told you, he said, yeah, yeah. He said, you good? You a real nigga? <laughs> and I said, yeah. I said, he said, I'm going to make sure you're a real nigga, all right? And I said, oh shit, yeah, I'm a real nigga. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to watch you the whole night, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then me and the nigga was best friends but he definitely watched me the whole night he made sure every real nigga that came around saluted me and if they didn't he looked at me and he said yeah hey pen make sure <laughs> nah, I said, oh, and, and that's real shit because it was important for us we were so far removed from a lot of this shit yes. that we moved a certain way mm-hmm. so it was like man we gotta make sure that we that niggas we around move like we move. Right. Like right. it was never about worrying about drama or beef right. or none of that shit. Like, yo, we gonna be around certain people. Right. We gotta make sure we're around dudes. They that move, move like, like us. we move. It's just that simple. And if you're a real nigga, then you gonna you don't even get offended with dude like, yo, we need to make sure you're real. Right. Call you need to call, nigga. Right. If you real, if you ain't got nothing to hide, then call, take my phone. That's exactly you know what I'm saying? I told him. I said to him. And he said, he says, I'm still gonna. Stay I'm with still you. gonna. You can tell me everything you want to tell. I'm still he gonna said, check. He said, I'm not check. sure. Do what you gotta still, do. And that was a beautiful thing. And everything should come back right. That's the beautiful thing because everything came back right. And that, and you know and Bun, let me just let me just tell you something, Bun, and hip hop, people don't big each other up. People don't sit there and say to you, Bun, we love you. And we love what you contributed to hip-hop. We love what you gave to hip-hop. We love what you distributed to hip-hop. And this is not the shows that you're on. This show that you're on right now is we gonna fucking salute that, Bun. And that's beautiful. We We really can't thank you enough we're going to continue to support your shit. We're going to blow up your fucking album that just came out. Yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, the yeah. single's out now, Game. I guess when this comes out, Game Time's out right now. That's Game not time. even the single. I, know, yeah. I just Listen, put you know that out just to let niggas know I, I still you, do it. I got to take a piss. Yeah. Take over the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take over the show. Me and Evan and Timmy got this. This is just, I know EFN is the DJ. Okay, let him talk. Let him do the whole single. No, that's it. Come on, go ahead. You good. I got to take a piss. Go piss, no. EFN is a real DJ, so like you know, you worked with him, and, and you said that like, every time, and, and, and <laughs> every time, and you like, yo, you still got vinyl. Like a lot of niggas don't know what vinyl. A lot of clubs like they don't know vinyl is what it is. Like that was what a DJ's dream was, not this laptop shit. You know, freestyle cutting shit. It is, so I know it's deep. It's yeah, now like, if you go vinyl. and look on the Ride and Dirty album. Yeah. On the on the pictures on the insert, mm-hmm. there's a picture of me, Pimp C, and DJ Screw, wow, and there's awesome. a piece of vinyl behind him, and that's the test press from the first record we ever did. Because wow. Screw was like a he was the after hours DJ, so when I got the test press, I brought it to him because mm-hmm. he was the only DJ right. I knew like mixing. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I used to go to the spot to shoot dice. So I brought it straight to him and was like, "Yo," and this was old. This is ninety, it's ninety two, like February ninety two. 
And I'm like, yo, play this, let me know what you think. And I'm on the pool table shooting dice, because that's where we had to shoot mm-hmm. dice. And after, I was on the pool table in the back. Yeah. And he plays the shit, and niggas like it, he play it again. I'm like, yo, keep that so you can keep it popping. And, the, and I'm like, I'm, a, I'm 100 miles away from where I grew up. And I'm in the after hours at 3 in the morning shooting dice just to make sure my see what my record do to connect with people. And so Screw took that record and put it on the wall in the room where he mixed that. And when we went in that room, which is literally about eight years later, and we go in that room. No, he didn't pull it out because it's on the wall. And so we literally posed in front of the picture. And at this time, he wasn't DJ Screw when I gave him this record. He's just the after-hour DJ. Right. Mm. We're in the after-hour t- club. This is 1992. Strippers are on, like, the dance floor. Mm. We shooting dice on the pool table yeah. in the back of that bitch right next to Gallagher, my nigga. We shooting dice at that bitch at 3 in the morning. And and he played my record, and niggas, there's probably 40 niggas in the after-hours, and he's like, like, that shit, that shit tight. I ain't play that shit again, you know? And then I'm like, man, we might have something. Wow. And then three months later, we in New York in Columbus Circle, getting That's ready right. to go to Jive Records on 42nd. And so what record, record are we talking about? Just tell me something good. Tell me something good. I got the test press vinyl, and I brought it to the after hours. Like, mm. my nigga, run that. Let me know what you think. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's now, amazing. I'm going to ask you one question. It's, it's probably going to be a little weird. <clears throat> no, no, nothing is weird. Because Because I I came to New York in 92 Before Giuliani So I remember the weird New York So So after Pimp Like because he went off right He said the time zones is different Yeah Now how was your life after that Because And then he he made it clear He said this is not This was This was not the first time that Because he did it before This was not the first time that Pimp had said nothing That I didn't know know That that I didn't know Pimp was going to say what he said Okay If you look at The Wire There's a moment where Big G says Um well, I, don't, I can't remember his name. Slim Charles in, on the white. Uh-huh. But it's it's Big G from D.C. And he's yeah. like, even if it's a lie, we got to ride on that lie. And I'm not saying my brother lied, but no matter what my brother says, in the moment, we got to move on that. Even if it's a lie, we're going to have to go to war on that lie. Now, when me and him get in the back room, yeah, while yeah. the shooter's in the front... <laughs> Me and him gotta have words in the back about why we in this situation. That's why I love you, you get. But the reality is, and there was a lot of moments where Pip would be like, he would get out there and be like, yo, you know what? Fuck so and so. My wife is right there. My wife know I'm not lying. My wife is probably on the side. And be like, that's what we had today, you know? And we go home, and, and again, even if it ain't right, even if it's a misunderstanding, in that moment, we gotta move on that. We gotta move. We gotta move on that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was it was very rough for us as a family and shit like that. Cause I don't I don't talk about a lot of that shit. Cause that shit was real shit. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't talk about a lot of that shit. I protect the integrity of my family. Right. But I, just the reality is that even if I didn't agree with Pimp, I was riding with Pimp. That was that wasn't even understood. I mean, that wasn't even part. something that had to be understood. Uh. Whatever happens in that moment, people's like, but, this is where we stand. But even if also, I didn't agree, I'm, also, I'm in that movement, if, if we're in front of niggas. He also, the from the very beginning, said, Bunny ain't got nothing to do with my shit. But that, I always had something to do with it. You knew you had. That's Pim like a was my, shooting a nigga saying, Nori got nothing to do with it. Because Pim was my <laughs> little brother. Damn. 
man. That and you know what Capone I'm saying? Pimba, was my Pimba, Capone was my older brother. No, Capone. <laughs> Pimba's younger than me. Capone's older than me. So, so okay. my whole thing with Pimba's like, I understand that they, I understood there were things he didn't really understand about certain things or about right. how to handle shit. Right. Pimba had what they he didn't have what they call inner dialogue. Mm. Right? Like I I feel mm. this way about this person. Right. Should I say this? Should I not say that? Didn't no even filter. exist. That didn't uh, even exist. I got to address this right here, right now. Right. So that was, whether that was a rapper, a nigga on the street, and did we speak about whether it was Jeezy a CEO. Already? No. Yes. Yeah. We did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But even if that was like Barry Weiss, the CEO of the record company, it mm-hmm. would be, I remember being in a room with like the person that determines my future. Like, nigga, you a bitch, nigga. <laughs> That's up here, boy. And then get up and walk out. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, I guess we understand where we're all at at this point. You know what I'm saying? So, because I talked to y'all in about a year. So, but I wasn't going to be like, yo, I don't know what he said, but that's not what we, if that's how he felt, then we'll talk about that on the plane on the way home. Like, maybe that wasn't the best way to do this, but at the end of the day, Pimp loved this shit. Nah, let me tell you something See, and, and this is what people don't understand. I'll say this Please without giving it. away a lot about like, because my wife looks up every now and then just gives no, him, like, give it up for the book. book. But I will say, like, this was Pimp's life. There was no plan B None. for Pimp for this shit. I respect that. And if there were certain moments where he felt a certain way, even if I didn't really understand it, all right, all right, well, I guess this meeting's over. Yeah. Right. You a bitch. You right. know what I'm saying? We out here. You whole ass niggas don't understand right. what we trying to do. Right. Fuck this shit, Mum B. We out of here. <laughs> Huh. Well, guys, I guess we can't see eye to eye. Um, <laughs> we have each other's numbers, maybe a little later. But um, what he said, you know what I'm saying? And, and on the home, like, yo, we shouldn't have done it like that. The niggas ain't gonna have no calls. For <laughs> At it. home, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but in the moment, your butt, right or wrong, we got to ride on that. Shout out to Big G. Your butt. I don't know if you ever. You got a new album coming out. Yes. But I don't know if you ever... Because this is a different type of hip-hop show. This is a different type of place where you at. And at our place, we big up our artists. And Bun B, you are so fucking appreciated over fucking here. I don't know. Yo, no, no, for real. I don't know where you ever fucking been. There's a real reason why God gave Dream Champs to the world. Please talk, talk, talk about that. Because you've been the drink champ in hip hop for a while. I think the only person that's even giving you a battle is is Forty and maybe legit. No, Forty, like, Forty destroyed me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that but, was a drunk. But that's episode. a pound for pound. That's that's pound for pound ratio. Yeah, Forty be legit and Dame Dash. I, I, I mean, you're like the Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather when I say pound for pound. Yeah, please, please keep big pound me for up. pound. <laughs> keep you're the drink up, champ. I'm just saying that. I'm just but, that's all but, I'm saying. I mean, if you go against six foot six niggas that's three hundred pounds. Yes, there's a, I gotta lose. Then you're gonna lose. Right. But but, but like you, yo, you went to every state, you went to every region, every, every region. hood, and you drank recklessly. recklessly. You just, not just regularly. <laughs> recklessly. You drank recklessly, recklessly to the point where I if it's going down, it's going down in a very real way right now. Right. But but and me, you made it home safe. That's a beautiful yes. thing. That's but a beautiful but, thing. There's no God's place. There's no person we rather big up right now in yeah. drink champs and revolt history than Bum B. Absolutely. This Yo, man no. right here loves you so much. No, because EFN, so no. EFN's called me a few times in his life and 
I'd be a surprised if I didn't Only give you what times? you. Nah, I've probably annoyed you. Oh He knows. No, I don't no. Know I'm gonna be DJ. But guy, if right? in drama, smalls, these yeah. were people that were very genuine in their oh, love you in the and DJ support. Conversation. I like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they were like, "Yo, I ain't got no money. I ain't uh, got this. I ain't yeah, got that. True. I just, I really fuck with you. Mm. And I'm doing this. And if you want to be a part of it, I love to have you be a part of it." And I remember my no wife being like, me. my wife was like, yo, why are you doing this stuff? And I'm like, yo, please trust me. No, but, but because but, of you, but. because of drama, because of small, when there wasn't yeah. no music. No, please. but I'm being real. Let me pick because, you up. No, 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 no. because nobody can, because it's very easy for me to sit here and let you give me accolades. I'm giving you but, accolades. But EFN is a real dude. And EFN oh, knows oh, that there's never been any money exchange. Say, oh, Just being real. Oh, there's never been any money exchange. Oh, I just wanted to see him win, yeah. and nah. and he and always literally genuine. and he always, always wanted to see me win. Absolutely, there's been times where people were checking for EFM more than Bumby. Okay, okay. It's been real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're being real. It wasn't a Bumby. lot of time. It was a lot. It was a couple months. It was a couple months. You got but there was EFN. But no, EFN had the upper hand, and he was like, "Yo, Bumby, this is drink fuck with me. So you gotta even stop taking over. Mixtapes, even with the, the group, I'm gonna Bunny. get into that. But it's a lot, and stop. he's always gonna. Yeah. Let us big you up. This is not that, the and show. And look, and my wife is over there. Like, shut the fuck up. This is not the show. Legend, man. EFN, let's talk about him now. Let's big him up. Yeah, that's what you're here for. This is for you. This is for the unedited. We'll put this on the unedited. No, we edit this out. We don't only big you up. I'm very uncomfortable to sit around and just kind of like because. I'm in a new place now where I don't want to celebrate me. I want to celebrate God and people that have been good to no, me. No, we celebrating God. You know too. what I'm saying? And right. and so like when people start leaning on me, no, I gotta kind of put that yeah. anyway. But my wife is like, "Yo, shut the fuck up." No, <laughs> I'm hungry. It's time yeah. to go. Yeah. This Listen, room is hot. Yeah. Can Mike, I please can, leave? Can I get 12 minutes? That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> what a number! God damn! Yeah, After two and a half hours, hit him with the 12 minutes. No, we got Yo, Bun B. Let me tell you something. Us in New York City, we recognized. We knew what y'all was doing in the Houston, in the Port Arthur session. We understood what y'all was doing. I got a drink. But you know what happened? It's like a drinking game when you say Port Arthur. I got to tell you something. Oh, you want more? more. (laughs) No, because my wife is already frustrated. But listen, let me tell you something, Bonnie. Bun, you should be saluted every day from Monday through Sunday. And that's what we're going to continue to do in Drink Champs. Drink Champs. Drink, first of all, Drink Champs is everything I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> it was? Yes. No, give me a high five. High five. High five. It's everything I thought it was going to be. So because I, was, I thought I was going to be the dude that came here and talked and didn't get drunk. Yo, impossible! <laughs> impossible! <laughs> impossible! Yeah, listen, cause you know why we cel- we celebrate hip hop, and the thing about it is, in hip hop, hip hop don't celebrate hip hop. What the fuck is our problem? This is hip hop right here. This is, nah, this is not hip hop. This is hip hop. Wow. And bun. Hip hop's alive. Pimp. And Pimp checked me. I've never been checked before in hip hop. <laughs> so when Pimp checked me, I said, damn, I gotta check myself too. And uh, we, we checked it. And the thing about it is, we wanna continue to support people like you, bud. That's why this works. Because this Talk wasn't about, about money or sponsorship or none of that uh, shit. 
You been out showing even at the like I said, it's funny because like what you ain't gonna pat yourself on the back. That's that's for other niggas to do. I will, but, but Dream I will, Champs is Dream Champs is killing it right now. Yeah. But even in the midst of that, you kept the format and the platform all hip hop. Open and he's like, yo, Bond, what's up? And I can show you my phone. It's literally, yo, Bond, what's up? Yeah, yo, I've been hitting Bond for where you 17 at? Like, months. Yo, come fuck with me. Because we tell because we tell a left rack story to everybody. You know what I'm saying? And we got to get it out there. Yeah, now we don't have to tell it no more. Now we can just talk about this story and how many hours we sat in, 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 in this suite. This is the new story. This is the new story. Oh, but nah. this is this is a beautiful thing. Shout, and shout out to Revolt for supporting you for yeah, this. Nah, big up Revolt. For real. Shout out big to up Revolt, Revolt you because, you know what? Uh, listen, Charlemagne, you got to relax. I got a little problem with you waiting there, right, Charlemagne. You got to stop disrespecting Revolt because Revolt is what's holding us down. Mm-hmm. That is a different episode for a different day. Mm-hmm. But, but I can't thank you so much because you know why I want to thank you? I not only want to thank you because you deserve to be thanked, but I want to thank you for staying here and understanding that hip-hop has to be respected. And the thing about it is, so many people, they say they sit back and they say, ah. And then, you know what they don't do? They don't salute the actual bars. It's, it's they don't diff- salute the actual culture. It's the difference between being a creative something and mm. being the inheritor of something. I need you to describe that. Hip-hop was something that we were a part of the creation. The mm. new generation hip-hop is something they inherited. Mm. So there's a different dynamic as to how hip-hop. We were there to create it. They, it was something they got on their birthday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Damn, you know, that's something they got for Christmas. Hip-hop was something they got for Christmas. And it's not a bad thing, but they have a different discipline and a different right, dynamic a different, that we have. And if we, and if we look at it like that, right, that hip-hop was... A right for us, right? A right of passage, but for them it was a gift. Mm. Mm. And if we look at it like that, then we'll understand the dynamic between us and the next generation. And you won't fault people for not being of the culture or understanding, like being real hip hop or none of that shit. It was, we earned it and we gave it to them. And some of them don't do what we thought they would do with it. But to judge them is to judge our children because we all got kids and they don't all do what the fuck we thought they were supposed to do. Mm. So, and we're the children of, they're the children of hip hop. Mm. They're not the children of us, but mm. we are, we are also children of hip hop. So we have to remember what we did when, Ooh. when Cool Herc and all them gave it to did us. It we didn't really do what all of them expected us to right. do with it. You know what I'm saying? But it's still, hip hop still exists. So we can't be mad because some of them are still, Keeping hip hop alive, it may not be what we wanted them to do with it, but if you're a parent, you're just happy your kids alive, mm. right? So right? You're not even I'm so sorry. you're not even if your kids that's good or bad. You just if you wake up in the morning, your kids alive. We got a chance, and that's how I feel. I'm so I wake up in the morning, I see hip hop in the head. So the whole we got a chance album, but he said, he said, and old niggas stop acting like you knew when because Tupac, Tupac had a nose ring too. Mm-hmm. Because Lil Uzi Vert, who I feel like he's speaking specifically to us, oh, because baby, he has yeah. a nose ring oh, and he wears yeah. the women's clothes, and yeah. it's very easy for us to judge young niggas based on what young niggas do. 
right? And it's and it's easy for us to judge old people, right? Because we look at the dynamic of how we got it, right? So we look at the people before us who got hip hop from disco, and we look at the people after us who got hip hop from pop records, and it being a part of of the mainstream. Yeah, like pop culture. And we, yeah. you know, for us, if people don't go through the struggle to, to get to where we got, then we feel different, right? But you don't live your life for your children to have a struggle. You live your life for your That's children to have to it easier. It, mm. I never and now we're that. sitting here judging our children because they had it easier than we had. Yeah. We shouldn't be doing that. We should right, be raising right. them. Right. It's not our yeah. job to judge them. It's our job to love them and love raise them. them and, right and you know what I'm saying? Because when your children do fucked up shit, you don't cut your children off. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. I don't care how fucked up yeah. your children get. You don't cut yeah. your children off. You no, bring them back in and you bit. try again. You bring them back to the <laughs> principles that made you who you were, uh-huh. and you just keep praying that one day they'll wake up like you woke up. Because they're 18 and Let's we was 18, nigga. Like, real yeah, yeah. talk. Yo, bud. Drink champs. Drink champs. He took it down. He took it down. Drink champs. Yo, bud. I can't thank you enough. And then, you know what the crazy thing is? I never, ever, ever, like, kind of claimed that I met Pimp C, uh, hang no, out No, and that's what's, that's what's crazy. And like I said, hip-hop artists that really fuck with each other don't do music. Right. Right? Like, some, so, some there's very small answer, but the people in hip-hop that really bond, bond over real-life shit. We meet people in real-life scenarios. We realize, yo... If I need to talk to somebody, I'm going to call that dude. The rest of these niggas is just on TV and just different type of nigga. But when shit get real, like if me and my girl ever get into it, I'm going to call that nigga. Right? If me and my partner ever get into it, I'm going to call that nigga. And you're blessed if you can find these people in the culture. You know what I'm saying? And because the numbers is way different from when we started. It was like 30 niggas. It was like 30 niggas tops in hip-hop. And it's like, I'll meet 30 niggas while I'm in New York before I get back to the airport that want to rap. But it's a beautiful thing when when people who are in the same struggle find each other. And when we do, we don't exploit it. Right. You know? Because right. you probably mad about your deal. I'm mad about my deal. <laughs> and we don't even want to let niggas know we got love like that. <laughs> the only time yeah. I've ever actually done a song where everybody on the song was like really friends was um, we did a song for, um, what is it? Um, to Be a Menace in the Hood in South Central or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's it's UGK, Pimp C. It's UGK, um, Lord Jamal and Keith Murray. And mm-hmm. those are like some of the closest friends mm-hmm. that I've ever had in hip-hop, Nori included. Mm-hmm. And that's like the only song niggas ever did. Mm-hmm. But those are people that like, when I see them, I hug them like, yo, right. my nigga, yo, you remember when you, remember when you beat, when you right. smashed on dude in front of the club right. at my after party? Right. Right. Like, remember that? Like, yo, you remember you took me on Arch Washington Ave and bought weed and told me like, yo, right. this is Biggie's hood? Right. Shit like that. Like, it's very, I have very right. genuine moments with nigga. I have a very genuine moment right. with you and, that you tell you your people about and I tell my people about now we tell the world a, about. And that's the thing, before we get up out of here, is I don't know how much love you really realize that New York love you. Do you realize that? I knew that when I came in into Amsterdam. Okay. And one twenty fifth. No, no, Amsterdam on one twenty fifth. And one twenty fifth. I knew that when I came in the left rack, right? Uh-huh. I didn't have to 
be anything other than who I was. Right. I was just a, re- a regular nigga from the hood, and, and niggas received it. And I saw shit happen. They I didn't. Give you machine gun I didn't. Like, no, I'm no, nobody gave me a pistol. I didn't overreact. I didn't underreact. They would give you machine gun. Like, like yo, he just slapped dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you good? But you he, good. but it was a reason why he slapped. Him. All right, yo, those dudes you been sitting there talking to for an hour. Him and him finna go fight. Mm. Okay. Mm. Now that I know why they. They need to fight. That was that was foul. I'm not gonna go into it, but everything that happened happened under the same scenarios where it would happen where I grew up. And that that for me was so eye opening. Like yo, and for me it confirmed everything. Like not only is the world a ghetto, that nigga's from the ghetto. No, and I talk about the ghetto, the hood, and the trap. Those are three different places. They can all exist on one corner. But the ghetto, the hood, and the trap are three different things, and different people come from different things. But, but here's the thing, Bun. Bun, is people, you have the worldwide ghetto pass everywhere. You could, the same way I'm talking to you, you could go to Atlanta and do this, you can go to uh, Pittsburgh and do this. And I'm, I'm going to say this And we're going to shut it down with this Let's shut it down My wife makes sure that I won't just use it for chicken wings mm. <laughs> We got chicken wings? Because when you go to the hood It's always the good chicken wings And if you got a hood pass You can go to the real hood spot But if you, got the, if you got enough of a hood pass To go into any hood and get chicken wings You should be doing other shit Mm. Yo, but Real talk. Listen, that's just that. Yo, yo, focusing on me. We're all cameras. You ever focus in? Yeah. Listen. Rob, where the camera? Bun B, I can now thank you so much for coming out, hanging out with Drink Champs, and doing what we got to do. We got to do. We got to do. Is this over? I don't know. I'm drinking every time. Over yet? Is all you? Drinking every type of liquor. Yo, Bun. Yo. Thank you for coming, hanging Ooh. out with us. That and that. And that, <laughs> and that, dang it! So extended play, August 29th, Bumby. It's the EP. The EP. Let's talk about that before we get up out of here. Oh. So, I've been trying to do an album. I ended up doing like 42 songs. Wifey was like, "Look, still do an album." Take you said white people? Wifey pulled the move. Oh, I thought you said white people. No, no, no. White, white people owe me money. White oh, people. White people no, owe you money. White people owe me money. Yeah, relax. Always. Wifey don't never owe you money. You Wifey said, look, I know you want to do your album. You might not get it out before the year's over. Put some music out. You can still let people know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. You still can do your album like you want to. We can still get them checks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm like, we got 42 songs. We ain't putting but 12 on the album anyway. Shout mm-hmm. out to the solo album. I ain't telling you nothing about that, but that's coming in 2018. Mm, later on. But she was like, put something out. Like, she said, because... Everybody's out there doing things and they're trying to do things. She's like, yo, you got this music. You've been sitting on it. Mm-hmm. Let the world know. Throw it out there because we got mm-hmm. a different worldview. I'm trying to, mm-hmm. I spent my whole life trying to save the game and the streets or whatever. And I realized by saving myself, that's how I saved my brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. Like, I've been trying to save my brother, but I can't save my brother until I save myself. And I found myself in a space where I can save. for 10 years. Just being real. Just yeah. so I can't do nothing for other people until I do for myself. Yes. And right. so my wife was like, look, if this is what you want to do, then we're going to stick to it. So right. I go in the studio. I did 40 songs and 42. And she was like, this is what, this is exactly what you wanted to do. So mm-hmm. keep that. Now, what do we do with what's, what else we got? 
And I was like, well, we'll put that out later. She's like, no, nah, fuck later. People need to hear what you're talking about now. Because we're trying to do the right thing. Wifey's my sister. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> she, and just being uh, real. Yeah, more closer together. You know how they you say know, when you're drunk, you don't lie? I'm just being honest. Nah, she was like, look, she was like, look, we can do this. We can. Because my whole thing is like, I want to bite the bullet. I mean, people call me the OG. I never call myself OG. Niggas call me OG. There's a connotation that comes with that. When you accept being called as an OG, at some point you got to bite the bullet for the next generation. Mm-hmm. So my album was the biting, was a concept of biting the bullet for the next generation. She was like, look, you have that, but you still need to let people know, look, there's leadership coming. You know what I'm saying? Fantastic. Before that, like, like let people know you're a leader and then be a humble leader. Mm, so I'm so like, so, all right, so all right, cool. So we'll come out, let niggas know the South's still here. Just like Hov just came out. And my thing was, this is so funny, I thought Hov was coming in December. So I was like, Me yo, too. I need to get out before Hov. Hov drop. Like, yo, so now we got it. We got it all in We got it all We're good. We're good. We so it's like, and, and, and I love where Hov came from. Um, a person like Jay doesn't have to be vulnerable. But that and, that that's so that's so it's, that's it's so amazing. honorable for you to say that because you have one of the most honorable records that Jay Z has ever made in his life. Jay Z doesn't have ever have to be anything but Jay Z, right? right. Uh-huh. This is I think the closest we've seen is Sean. Yeah. Right. Mm. On music. Talk about it. Well, I mean, I'm Bum B. My wife doesn't call me Bum B. My no. wife doesn't even call me Bernard. You told me your wife. My wife doesn't even call me Bun. You told me your wife don't even think you was the best yeah, rapper. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not even my wife's favorite rapper. Yeah. So the dynamic Let's is different. Wife. And I have to assume that there's a there's a similar, maybe not. Who do you think your wife's favorite rapper is? I know who my wife's favorite rapper is. Who is it? Jay-Z. <laughs> do we got to fuck him up? No, no, no. I'm not, I, I'm not gonna. My masculinity, is, <laughs> my masculinity. I'm is, not gonna participate, but I might say My masculinity out. is not built on my wife's fantasies. That's it's beautiful. built on my wife's That's, reality. You know what that is? You know what I'm saying? You know what that is? I don't worry about but, that. But you know what that is? That's a real man. I'm just a saying. A real man can care less. I don't care less. But that's now. When she first, that's now. When she first told me that, I felt a certain way. You know, you know, but then EFN, my wife did a very good job of, of making me feel secure about the fact that what I listen to on the you radio know, and what I love in know, real EFN, life is two different things. You know, EFN, he, um, his girl was in um, Thong Song. No, I was in Big Pimpin' too. And he was in. She was, girl. not he. She was. I was going to say, your girl, girl, girl was he? <laughs> she was in Big Pimpin' He always wants to bring this up. And Thong Song? She was in a bunch of videos. She wasn't my girl at the time. And she's he, a slow. He fucks she up is the now. facts all the No, no, no. Stop it. Not stop now. It. Not now. Stop Before it. That. Look, and you know what? Let me, can I say something about this? If you're very concerned about the person that you want to be with's past, you can throw away the future. Oh, for sure. This nigga mummy. Can we so just good. say that? This yeah. nigga mummy. Because yeah. I can guarantee you, if you're a man worried about how many dudes your girl fucked, you probably fucked three, four times before y'all came together. Is that, that especially is if you got money? But and I, can I can I go there? Can I just go, go there, there, please? please. Yeah. My pastor told me that there's no man built in this world that can handle what a woman can handle. A woman can handle her man dealing with more than one man. But if a man finds out his woman slept with more than one dude, that's how women get killed. Like that's murder suicide right. all day. 
God built women to handle things that man could never handle. That's all. That's all. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's and all. we're built to to handle things physically. That's all. Like on hit. No, I'm gonna tell you some real shit. That's all. God built man to handle. Preach, man. I'm gonna keep it real. God built man to handle shit on his shoulder. God built built woman to handle things in their heart. Right, so we can handle the the weight the of weight. the the physical weight of the world, but not the emotional. Mm. And I mean, you got a good woman is, is a good woman that can hold uh, you down. That can hold you down when the emotional weight of the world weighs you down. She came in. She's in the room. She's in the room. I'm sorry. I'm gonna call go, my wife go. right now. I'm my wife in my room. Go in the room with your wife. Bye. So, yeah, but you, you, and I'm very come lucky. Come on, let's take the pics, I know. And yo, let's take the pics and do the drop. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we will close it out with this. Nori and I are very lucky that as we go into these later stages with our wife, um, as we transition from music to the next level, that we have the same support system. Because who it was very easy to be uplifted as an MC. Outside of that, it's very rough. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of stress. And if you don't have a woman, you got to go to drugs. You got to go to alcohol. You got to go to pills. You got to go to sex. You got to go to everything except that. And in my weakest moments where I felt like I need to smoke more weed, I need to drink more liquor, God bless my wife and be like, no, you need more God. You need more family. You need more you. You know what I'm saying? You need more you. And so, and that's what this new music is about. And even me being here and being in a position to do this podcast was about being honest about I have anxiety as an artist. I get depressed about maybe I'm not in 2017 who I was in 2007 or 97 or whatever. But that doesn't mean I'm not a good man. That doesn't mean I can't provide. Right? Here's a reality that a lot of artists have to deal with. And I'm glad we get to talk about this Please, here. talk about it. Artists come into the game, you have a record, you get paid for that record, and you assume that your life's based on that record. So what you're getting paid for that record, you assume that's what you're going to get paid for the rest of your life. Right. And even if you find a, ra- a, a range of where, okay, this is what the show is. Like, from here on out, maybe 5,000 more, 5,000 less, but this is what the show is. So you say, okay, I can live my life around that, Right. I got a wife, I got two kids. I can live my life based on what I'm getting paid. You have a third kid. Mm. Then you have a fourth kid. Then your kids graduate. You got a kid going to college. You got a second kid. God forbid, you know, you end up in a situation. I say God forbid, but it's a beautiful thing because every child is a blessing. Then one of your kids have a kid. So you're still getting paid in 2017, which you got paid for 2007 for a show. When you only had two responsibilities. But now you got five responsibilities. You're still getting that show money, maybe even a little less. So you're still getting what you normally got, but your responsibilities increase. Your money don't increase, but your responsibilities increase. Mm -hmm. And then, but at the same time, you look at your wife. You love your wife. You want your wife to be comfortable. You look at your kids. You want your kids to be comfortable. God forbid you have got grandkids because they're all bets are off. Mm -hmm. We're going to do whatever we got to do. Mm-hmm. For them, mm-hmm. but you, right, but you don't want them to worry. Mm-hmm. So you take the worry that you would normally your wife would have about finance. You take that, the worry that your kids would have, 
Mm-hmm. You have grandkids, you take that. You're dealing with all of that. And then you go around other dudes. I come around Nori. Nori, how you doing? I'm good, B. What's up with you? I'm good. That's a lie. I'm not good. I'm stressed. <laughs> stressed like a motherfucker. Yeah. Be honest, yeah. she's fucked up. Yeah. She's fucked up. But I don't, it's not that I'm not gonna, I don't wanna tell you that. Because from my perspective, I think you eating. Mm-hmm. All right. Right? And I don't want it to seem like you're eating and I'm not. So you you say you're good, then I'm good. But the reality is I'm not good. And if I talk to him, regardless of what he's eating, he's not good. Right? It's not about the money all the time. You can make the money that you need to pay the bills, but it doesn't help the stress that you deal with in the pursuit of those bills. Yeah. It doesn't alleviate. You can make the bills for July, right? And then you go to bed. Everybody's happy. Wife's happy. Kids happy. Everybody goes to sleep at 10 o'clock. You're up at 2 in the morning. August. September. You know what I'm saying? Birthdays. Christmas. And that's what's wrong with us. We've put up these images of who we we want ourselves to be. And we tell the people that we love that this is who we're going to be. And they can rely on that person. And you can always count on that person. And when this person comes, right, you can count on this person. It's five people. Two other people come. Mother-in-law, father-in-law, cousin, sister-in-law. 10 people, 12 people, 15 people. You can count on this person. Mm-hmm. And nobody understands that I'm not getting no extra shows. I'm getting no extra money. But I'm still taking on this shit. And you you don't end up telling anybody until, yo, I thought I was supposed to get this. It's coming. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You know, <laughs> we got that. Don't worry about that. I got that. And then this comes. Don't worry about that. I got that. I got that. And you... And then I talk about them on new music in this in this world and it's very easy to say in the entertainment industry but this is the real world we all end up at some point robbing Peter to pay Paul and the only time it becomes a problem is when Peter gets mad <laughs> you know what I'm saying now in hip hop now I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it 100 in hip hop you can find a Peter with a bunch of money that just want to be along for the ride Right. Right? I'm <laughs> Just keep it real. And Peter's got X amount of money. So it's like, yo, if, I, if Peter fuck with me, we go here from February to November. We good money. We good. Peter fuck with us. And then Peter should get bad and all should get bad at the same time. Mm-hmm. And your family don't know that Peter's a part of it. It's crazy. Mm. And then you got to try to figure out how to make all this shit make sense. This is not my issue. And any rapper that's watching this, please knows, talk to them. Knows please me, talk to them, bun. Peter talk. and Paul. <laughs> real talk. talk. Them, my bottle, my glass is empty. It's not about liquor. This is about real life. We gotta stop going to Peter to pay Paul. Mm. The record industry is built around you. Cause they're Peter. That's who, the, that's who Peter is, the record industry. That's the industry. That's the advance. Peter's the advance. Paul's the family. So you got to go and get another advance and do another album 
i.e. Rob Peter to pay Paul. But the reality is Peter's mad because you're not robbing Peter. Peter's just fronting you. And that's where shit gets bad and then families fall apart because they thought you were Peter. You killed that. <laughs> you killed that. Just being real. You that. And that's where families fall apart. Keep going, man. Because they thought Keep you going, were Peter. Keep going, man. And if you're, I used to say if you're lucky. I almost said if you're lucky. If you're blessed, you realize that God is Peter. And you've been leaning on him. For too long. For too long. And Paul is man. And you've been robbing God, taking every all the blessings and opportunities from God to make man happy. And then God gets mad at you because mm-hmm. you've never given him anything. Because you know what the reality is? You don't get mad at Paul. You get mad at Peter. Mm-hmm. The reality is Peter's the nigga that's been holding you down. Mm-hmm. Paul is the nigga you've been fronting for. Mm-hmm. Paul is the fan base. Paul is social media. That's who Paul is. And he's shining, too. And Paul don't care. Paul's shining, Yo, too. the illest shit I heard, and this is literally from four weeks ago. I went to Bible study, and it was like, most of us are going broke to prove to people we don't even like that we got money. That's not even my word. Word to John Gray. That's not even my word. Yeah. And I didn't even realize. And I'm not living like that now, right? Listen. But I'm like, yo... I did that at some point. Mm. So when you realize this shit, are you going to keep lying to yourself and lying to the people? Because that's how we keep the shows up. I'm just, I'm going out there right now. That's how we keep the shows up and the the money and all of that is because people want to lie about where they are and we co-sign that lie. People want to be like, yo, it's all right, we good. And we be like, yeah, it's all good. But the sooner we admit the truth about where we're at, the sooner they can. Because I went to hip hop watching Chuck D and X Clan trying to be real about where I was as a black man. And they weren't getting paid for it like I get paid for it. And it's very easy for these the industry, I'm sorry, Rob, if this doesn't go against what you guys are trying to promote, but it's very easy to go against that to Maintain a lifestyle that you prayed for, right? Because when you think about your family and your children, you don't think about God. I'm just being real. Listen. You think about what you didn't have. We had God when we were coming up, but we didn't have money. We didn't have opportunity. We didn't have privilege. So hey. when we, that's what we want for our kids. Man. And then when you get old, I'm at the point where I got grandkids and I can look at my kids as grown people. And that's what they, I, I can see that that's what they wanted and needed. Was everything that made us who we were, but we didn't make them what they were based on that. We thought about everything we didn't get, or like I didn't get Ataris and Calicos, so when Xbox and, and PlayStation, I wanted to give them that. I used to have to babysit and do other shit for Jordan, so I wanted my kids to have Jordans, but I was also raised to appreciate and respect and acknowledge God, and I didn't do that every moment. I'm not saying I didn't acknowledge God in my life, 
but there was some shit that I didn't do when I should have done. And I, you know, I don't know if this, again, Rock, I don't know if this is against. No, 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 I'm saying. But, but um, just to say, you know, I saw God in you, you saw God in me. We didn't know it was God, right? No, I'm, um, I'm recognizing And that. we're there now, and taking God out of everything. I didn't know who I was when I started. I had more faith in who you guys were, looking at Capone Noriega, looking at Mob Deep, looking at EPMD, wanting to be emulative of that, and then realizing that I was already that. When I met him, mm-hmm. like, this nigga's me. I don't need to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, this nigga's me. He killed that. I met Eric, and, and, Eric, I met Eric and Atlanta and Pizza. Eric was me. He killed that. He killed that. Murdered that. Yo, I gotta drink more now. Nah, yeah, yeah let's go. And, yo, God bless. Thank God you, bless Jake. Thank you, thank you. God bless you. I don't know what makes the room that makes the podcast, but I know what made the room. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I can't think you it enough. Take, Go on, take a picture. Yeah, let's do it, let's do it. But um, and the drop, and the drop. Before we get out of here, we just want to remind you that you can buy Drink Champs gear at your local DTLR store. So look up the store nearest to you. You can also buy Drink Champs gear and other merch at drinkchamps.com or 8and9.com. Check us on Revolt TV every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Then unedited audio drops Monday nights going into Tuesday at midnight. Then check for the unedited video Wednesdays on revolt.tv, drinkchamps.com, or you can go directly to YouTube. Look out for Nori's new food show coming soon as well as new project featuring the upcoming single Uno Mas produced and featuring Pharrell. Check for my Coming Home documentaries, Coming Home Vietnam documentary right now, currently airing on Revolt TV, and coming soon, Coming Home Columbia. Follow us at Drink Champs on IG, Twitter, and Facebook, and Nori at The Real Noriega on Instagram, at Noriega on Twitter, and me, EFN, at Who's Crazy on IG, and at DJ EFN on Twitter. And until next week, we out of here. Peace. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.